MRN's Classic Races are brought to you by Hercules Tires. Time now for the starting lineup for today's UAW Ford 500. Brought to you by Wrangler, makers of Wrangler Jeans Company. A new generation of Wrangler, Row 22. Tony Reigns, LaPorte, Indiana, BOSPoker.net, Dodge. Row 21. Kevin Harvick, Bakersfield, California, GM Goodrich Chevrolet. Rusty Wallace, St. Louis, Missouri, Miller Lite, Dodge. Row 20. Jeff Green, Owensboro, Kentucky. Betty Crocker, Cheerios, Dodge. Ken Schrader, Fenton, Missouri. Red Baron, Frozen Pizza, Dodge. Row 19. Kyle Petty, Trinity, North Carolina. Georgia Pacific, Dodge. Kevin LePage, Shelburne, Vermont. EAS Ford. Row 18. Scott Wimmer, Watson, Wisconsin, Caterpillar, Dodge. Mike Skinner, Susanville, California, Aaron's Dream Machine. Row 17. Terry Earnhardt, Mooresville, North Carolina, Bass Pro Shop, Chevrolet. Mike Wallace, St. Louis, Missouri, Lucas Oil, Chevrolet. Row 16. Jeremy Mayfield, Owensboro, Kentucky, Dodge Dealers, UAW Dodge. Bobby Hamilton, Jr., Nashville, Tennessee, Tide Chevrolet. Row 15. Dave Blaney, Hartford, Ohio, Jack Daniels, Chevrolet. Ricky Rudd, Chesapeake, Virginia, Motocraft, Genuine Parts Ford. Row 14. Casey Kane, Enumclaw, Washington, Dodge Dealers, UAW, Dodge Charger. Row 13. Casey Mears, Bakersfield, California, Target Dodge. Michael Walker, Owensboro, Kentucky, Napa Auto Parts Chevrolet. Row 12. Mark Martin, Batesville, Arkansas, Viagra Ford. Mike Bliss, Milwaukee, Oregon, Net Zero, Best Buy, Chevrolet. Row 11. Robbie Gordon, Orange, California, Menards, Chevrolet. Kurt Busch, Las Vegas, Nevada, Sharpie Ford. Row 10. Dylan Hart Jr., Mooresville, North Carolina, Budweiser, Chevrolet. J.J. Yaley, Phoenix, Arizona, FedEx Freight, Chevrolet. Row 9. Jeff Burton, South Boston, Virginia, Singular Wireless, Chevrolet. Martin Truex Jr., Mayetta, New Jersey, Best Pro Shop, Chevrolet. Row 8. Sterling Marley, Columbia, Tennessee, Coors Light Dodge. Travis Quapple, Janesville, Wisconsin, Kodak Dodge. Row 7. Jamie McMurray, Joplin, Missouri, Texaco Havlin Dodge. Kyle Bush, Las Vegas, Nevada, Kellogg Chevrolet. Row 6. Jeff Gordon, Vallejo, California, DuPont Chevrolet. Matt Kenseth, Cambridge, Wisconsin, DeWalt Ford. And now, the top 10 starters. Starting 10th. Carl Edwards, Columbia, Missouri, World Financial Group Ford. Starting 9th. Jimmy Johnson, El Cajon, California, Lowe's, Chevrolet. Starting 8th. Greg Biffle, Vancouver, Washington, National Guard Ford. Starting 7th. Scott Riggs, Bahama, North Carolina, Checkers Rally, Chevrolet. Starting 6th. Bobby Labonte, Corpus Christi, Texas, Interstate Battery, Chevrolet. And now, the top five starters, brought to you by Wrangler 5-Star Premium Denim Jeans. Starting 5th. Joe Nemechek, Lakeland, Florida, U.S. Army, Chevrolet. Starting 4th. Tony Stewart, Rushville, Indiana, Home Depot, Chevrolet. Starting third. Ryan Newman, South Bend, Indiana, Altel, Dodge Charger. Starting second. Dale Jarrett, Hickory, North Carolina, UPS Ford. And starting on the Bud Bowl. Elliot Sadler, Emporia, Virginia, M&M's Ford. That's the 43 starters for today's UAW Ford 500. Brought to you by Wrangler, makers of Wrangler Jeans Company. A new generation of Wrangler. Three drivers failing to qualify for today's race. Johnny Sauter, Morgan Shepard, and Hermie Sadler. A number of drivers going to the rear for the start for making changes to their cars. After the practice session here yesterday, they include Rusty Wallace, 
Bobby Hamilton, Jr., Mike Skinner, Joe Nemechek will start at the back of the pack for an engine change. Also, Michael Waltrip and Casey Mears will go to the rear for the start of today's race. And Rusty Wallace is going to be starting back there also toward the tail end of the field, Joe. He lost an engine here also in qualifying on uh, Friday's qualifying session. That puts him way back there. Field comes down into the dogleg here at Talladega. A little bit different racing here at this place. It's a restrictor plate race, and also the start-finish line is uh, located almost down into turn one, uh, unlike where it is at most racetracks that we go to. You've got an awful long ways in those final laps to see if you can get around the leader and maybe win it yourself coming down here into this dogleg. As the field swings around, why don't we take a quick swing around the racetrack and bring in voices who will be covering the action for MRN this afternoon. Here at Talladega, over in Turn 1 from Daytona Beach, Florida, is Mike Bagley. Thank you, Barney. Good afternoon, everyone. Some of the most breathtaking racing in all of NASCAR takes place right here at my front doorstep in Turns 1 and 2. The banking 33 degrees. It's equivalent to the height of a five-story high building. Now, the track is plenty wide. It's comfortable enough for two wide racing. You can go three wide with ease and four wide if you've got the courage. It's all about sizing up the competition here in turns one and two, picking the right drafting partner to get the setup to make the run down the back straightaway. I'll cover the 200 mile an hour square dance that is turns one and two next to the sun-drenched Allison Grandstand just here off turn two and onto the back straightaway. There will indeed be some fancy stepping taking place over in turn number two as they exit the high banking there and hit that long back straightaway. That's where the Talladega draft kicks in to follow the action of that at the end of that long back stretch, entering turn number three. Dan Hubbard from Rancho Cucamonga, California. Thank you, Joe, and good afternoon, everybody. The back stretch at Talladega is 4,000 feet long, the longest back stretch in the Nextel Cup Series, 1,000 feet more than Daytona's. But perhaps more important than its length is its width, about 50 feet wide, and the field will use every inch of it as three wide racing will be commonplace. Now, it's here where the drivers will employ bump drafting or slam drafting as Dale Jr. has renamed it. If a driver gets a good shove in the bumper from the car behind, chances are they both can pass two, maybe three competitors, unless, of course, the cars at their sides are doing the same thing, and then you'll literally have three lines of racing machines signaling, bobbing, and bouncing off each other at nearly 200 miles an hour. It redefines rush hour traffic, and there's no room for road rage here as the slightest miscue could cause a multi-car melee. I'll be here to cover all the disciplined aggression here on the backstretch of Talladega Super Speedway. From outdoor care to home and auto repair, do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. The NASCAR season is here, and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA, who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. 
Turn four is one of the best places here at Talladega to watch a race from. So much happens up there between turns three and four and then rolling down into this trioval here at the Speedway. Excitement uh, all day long at that place and to cover it for, uh, for MRN this afternoon. Jeff Striegel's up there from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Thank you, Barney. Good afternoon, everybody. Turns three and four are banked at 33 degrees and where the norm is two and three wide racing from front to back where one small mistake can end in big trouble. The fast way to the front is to pick the right lane. The hard part is determining which lane that is and how to get there. Simply put, it's about to get wild at Talladega, and I'll cover all the action on this end of the super speedway from my spot in with the fans just off turn number four. If it sounds complicated, it's because it is. That is racing at Talladega. The field about to get the one-to-go signal to get the UAW Ford 500 underway. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Here at Talladega Super Speedway, the field is less than a half lap from going under the green flag. We told you six drivers would go to the rear for the start of today's race. You may have heard Kevin Harvick, who won the Bud Pole here at Talladega in the spring, qualified third here in the qualifying session Friday. But Winston Kelly, he starts back in 42nd. What's the story there? Well, we heard early on in the broadcast about the penalties that were imposed on the uh, GM Goodrich team with Richard Childers, the owner. Richard, starting back in the back of the pack, your thoughts on the events of this weekend, the penalty, and the chance to take it up to the front. You have the same car. Uh, I think Kevin will do a great job. We've got uh, Gil Martin and here. He's helping us out in the pits. I'm going to be on the box today, and uh, Kevin will do his job, and we'll put all that other stuff behind us. Ask the thoughts of Richard Childers. Looking forward, not behind. Uh, we heard that Gil Martin going to call the shots along with Richard Childers as his normal crew chief has been sent back to the house, as we heard from Robin Pemberton earlier on today. He's starting in the rear of the pack. Kevin Harvick is, but he knows he has a very fast car. Here comes the field now, getting ready for the start and for the call of the UAW Ford 500 start. Here's Barney Hall. Field comes out of the line. Green flag goes in the air, and the UAW Ford 500 is underway. Restrictor plate motors. It'll take a half a lap or so to get them wound up, so they'll stay door-to-door as they head over to turn number one, but when they come back by here next time, they may be three wide. They go to turn one. Straining coming up to full song. Elliot Sadler leading the pack on the inside lane. His teammate at his right elbow on the outside. Dale Jarrett's there. Sadler, Jarrett, side by side on turn two. Speed continues to climb as they come out of turn two for the first time and up the backstretch. Everybody maintaining the two-by-two two formation. Jarrett starts to put out just a little bit of a lead, but Elliot Sadler will have the low line. He catches his teammate. They're side-by-side side for the lead. Side-by-side side for the lead. They're side-by-side side all the way back through the pack. Now they begin to fan out three wide, further back in the field. Here they come off of turn number four for the first time at Talladega out front. Elliot Sadler all by himself but two by two and three wide all the way back. Elliot Sadler the only driver running along single file all by himself. Indeed they're stacked up two wide and three wide further back. Now the outside lane kicks in. Tony Stewart gives some drafting help to Dale Jarrett and pushes him to the front spot. Dale Jarrett with a trunk full of Tony Stewart grabs the lead coming into turn number two. Stewart now in second. Sadler in third. Side by side for fourth. Ryan Newman down low blowing the body top side. The top three are single file with Dale Jarrett at the point. Right behind him is Tony Stewart. He feels a challenge from Elliot Sadler who looks out wide. Now comes in. He's getting some help from Ryan Newman and Scott Riggs down on the bottom side. 
Several cars starting to drift back. Jamie McMurray, who is three wide, all the way to the top side of the racetrack, trying to find a hole to crawl into. Meanwhile, here comes Tony Stewart. He's got that outside line wound up. He's going for the lead off turn four. Tony Stewart letting the field know very early. I've got a strong race car here trying to make the move on the outside as they come down to the line. Will he lead this lap? Yes, he probably he does by only inches. Down to the bottom of the racetrack is Dale Jarrett. They're getting three wide from third place on back in turn two. Side by side for the lead. They're three wide for second until Ryan Newman gets a boost for the backside. He'll grab third. They're three wide from fourth on back as they stack them up off turn two. Double wide for the moment for the top spot. Bobby Labonte tries to make it three wide. Tony Stewart slots in front of him. So Labonte will push Stewart up the back straightaway. Dale Jarrett getting help from Ryan Newman. Jarrett has the lead back to three. Dale Earnhardt Jr. now three wide. He's top side. He's trying to come to the front. Matt Kenseth is to his inside. They're close quarters, wheel-to-wheel racing. Meanwhile, at the front of the field, Dale Earnhardt, Ju- or check that, Dale Jarrett leads Tony Stewart and Bobby Labonte. Tony Stewart again looking to the outside for a chance to make a move. Knowing he's got his teammate, Bobby Labonte, tucked in there behind him, might give him some drafting help. Meanwhile, pole sitter, Elliot Sadler, has fallen back fourth in line, but he too has drafting help climbing up into turn one. He's got it from Matt Kenseth trying to get around Ryan Newman. He'll do that. Now Sadler goes to work on Bobby Labonte. Sadler letting it ride on the outside. Gets the run on Labonte and will grab third to the back straightaway. Elliot Sadler with an excellent run off of turn two. It may be short-lived because here comes Matt Kenseth and company. Sadler will have none of it. He gets right in front of Kenseth. Gets into the front of him with Jimmy Johnson behind Matt Kenseth. That's where the draft forms up on the top side. Out front is Elliot Sadler now. Matt Kenseth Kenseth working to his tail. Dale Jarrett down low. Tony Stewart is right behind him. Two by two once again for the lead, but this time it's going to be Elliot Sadler back out front. Elliot Sadler got a good run going off turn number two down that back stretch and made it pay off as they went up into turn number three. He's back at the front of the pack all by himself. Matt Kenseth there in second place. They're the only two cars that are running single file. Now Kenseth's going to try for the lead on the high side in turn two. Peaks to the high side of the banking. Sadler drives up to block. Kenseth tries to come back to the bottom, but there's Dale Jarrett. Jarrett gets the run, trying to challenge Matt Kenseth for second. Fords occupy the top three spots, and now it looks like Jimmy Johnson will try to bring a Chevrolet to the party. He slots in right behind Kenseth. Tony Stewart on a wild move to the left, almost got together with Jeff Burton and Dale Jarrett. Tony Stewart maintains control. And Tony Stewart is now working to the inside of Jeff Burton. Three, maybe four wide here shortly. Again, here comes Dale Earnhardt Jr. making it four wide off of turn number four. Rim riding around the top side of the track here at Talladega. Boy, that brings everybody at Talladega to their feet watching four wide racing just four laps in. Again, Tony Stewart down at the bottom. In the middle is Jeff Burton, Casey Kane, and on the top side of the track, Dale Earnhardt Jr. And that outside lane is moving in turn one. They're still four wide for about mid-pack. Mark Martin comes to the top of the racetrack. Meanwhile, Dale Earnhardt Jr. leaves the pack in his dust. He'll tag onto that lead grab as they work off the corner. Dale Jr.'s next victim may be Dale Jarrett. Jarrett will try to drive defensively up the back straightaway, and right now, Dale Jr. Is about two to three car lengths off the rear deck. And still, Elliot Shatter leading the pack into turn three. Top six now have begun to broke away. They're running single file, but when you get further back, they're two and three wide. Here they come again off turn number four and three wide once again. This time, Tony Stewart is down low trying to grab the spot away. He's racing wheel to wheel now with Dale Earnhardt Jr. At three and four wide racing back there is one reason the front six have decided to just tuck in nose to tail and pull away from that pack of traffic while they ha- are able to do it. Dale Earnhardt Jr., the man right now that is in sixth place, trying to work his way up a little closer to the front. Jamie McMurray, Sterling Marlin, Greg Biffle, a real hornet's nest in turn two. Dale Earnhardt Jr. wants drafting help. He'll get some from Jamie McMurray. Eight-car breakaway, but they're stacked up from ninth on back off 
turn two. Here comes the field off of turn two. Elliot Sadler still in the top spot with Matt Kenseth filling his mirrors. And from about 10th on back, they do stack up two wide. Scott Ridge, Tony Stewart, and Bobby Labonte getting help from Kyle Busch. Watching Tony Stewart, he's working the inside of the racetrack this time. He's got several cars stacked up to his right. Top nine, still single file. Tony Stewart's got drafting help there from Bobby Labonte. Now one car further up steps out of line. That's Dale Jarrett, but here comes Earnhardt. Earnhardt tries to make his move again, coming back into the trioval. He started back in the 20th position here this afternoon. Earnhardt now up to the seventh spot. And Kevin Harvick, we talked about, starting back in 42nd. He's moved to 18th already as the field goes to turn one. Elliott Sadler brings the pack back to the corner. Matt Kenseth in second. Jimmy Johnson, Ryan Newman, all single file. Side by side behind them. Dale Earnhardt Jr. going to work on Jeff Gordon. That would be the fight for fifth. And Dale Jr. got a good run off of turn two. Can he make it stick up the back straightaway? No. Ryan Newman blocks him from the fourth spot. Here comes Junior, literally getting shoved by Greg Biffle. That outside line has been the fast way. This time, though, Dale Earnhardt Jr. elects to go on the bottom side of the racetrack to the inside of Matt Kenseth. This is the battle for third. Junior down low. Kenseth up top. Dale Jr. trying to get up there and lead a lap in this thing and take command And early going. We're about to put eight laps on the scoreboard as they head down to the start-finish line. And at lap eight, it is still... Larson brings his Chevy four tires to Noco Racing Fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Here for Ryan Blaney, four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Elliot Sadler. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Today's broadcast of the UAW Ford 500 on MRN Radio is brought to you in part by Valvoline. They're not just on the car, they're in it. By the Home Depot, NASCAR's home improvement warehouse. By Budweiser. Enjoy a cold, fresh Budweiser because fresh beer tastes better. And by Alltel. Come and get your love. Alltel. Four of the top points contenders to win the next Tell Cup are running at the front of the field. Jimmy Johnson, Matt Kenseth, Jeff Gordon, and Ryan Newman each would like to get a lap in the record books real early and get that bonus five points. They're going at it up in turn four. It's Fords down low. Chevrolet's up top. Here come the Fords of Matt Kenseth, Elliott Sadler, and others. On the top side, it had been one of the Chevrolets. That's Jimmy Johnson, the teammate, Jeff Gordon. Hendrick Cars stacked up now, nose to tail, working the outside lane, going after the Ford of Matt Kenseth. 
and give the win at least of this lap to Chevy. Jimmy Johnson leads again and now swings back down in front of that inside line. He'll slam it down on the inside lane right in front of Matt Kenseth now side by side for third. Ford and Chevy wheel to wheel there. Elliott Sadler down low. Jeff Gordon topside. Each of them has a slew of drafting help behind. Jeff Gordon methodically was picking them off lap after lap but he seems to have hit the wall there at lap number three. Cannot improve his position over the third spot but now he gets help from Jamie McMurray on the top side. Jeff Gordon almost collects his teammate Jimmy Johnson. That's because Jimmy Johnson slipped the banking right in front of Jeff Gordon. Now they're going to go three wide there, and Jeff Gordon's going to come out on the short end of the stick. He's up topside all by himself with very little drafting help. Meanwhile, up front, it's Forge, Kansas, and Sandler. They worked their way back down to the start-finish line. 13 laps about to go on the scoreboard here at Talladega this afternoon. Good, clean racing thus far. No problems whatsoever as they go back into turn number one. Matt Kenseth, Elliott Sadler, Jimmy Johnson, Jamie McMurray, and Greg Biffle. Side-by-side again, they come into the corner. Now it's Elliott Sadler that gets propelled. He'll lead the field into turn number two. Here's Johnson rallying around the outside of Matt Kenseth now for second. They are stacked and packed from second on back, and Greg Biffle decides it's time to make a little bit of noise. He looks briefly down to the inside of Ryan Newman. That would be the fight for the sixth position. Ryan Newman is pressuring him, and Dale Jr. is right at his right elbow. Ryan Newman riding right behind Greg Biffle. All of that going on in the bottom side of the racetrack. Almost contact between Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Mark Martin up in turn number four. They work off the banking and down towards the trioval. It is going to be Matt Kenseth trying to rally back that inside line. Gordon, who was going for the lead last time they crossed the start-finish line, now falls in line back in the 14th position. That's how quickly you can lose spots here at Talladega. Up front, Elliott Sadler leads the pack back to turn one. He leads Jimmy Johnson and Jamie McMurray. Three-car breakaway. Now Matt Kenseth slides by Mark Martin for fourth. Teammates Greg Biffle. Mark Martin now side-by-side for fifth. Now the single file formation breaks into a two-by-two from about fifth on back, but it's still Elliott Sadler showing the way. Jimmy Johnson hot on his heels. Jimmy McMurray filling his mirrors. Mark Martin, Dale Jr., Matt Kenseth in a tight pack of races. And that's where it becomes two-by-two is right behind Mark Martin. There's Dale Earnhardt Jr., Kevin Harvick, who started at the tail end of the pack, all the way up now into the top ten, trying to follow Dale Earnhardt Jr. to the front. Elliott Sadler now feeling the pressure from Jamie McMurray. Jamie McMurray is there, but can he pull it off as they hit the start-finish line and work back into turn number one. Not going to be able to this time. Talking about Kevin Harvick, he has been driving the wheels off that thing, trying to get out of some of that traffic, maybe get down to that inside line. Just can't go anywhere for the moment. He's got the car to get it done if he can get some help. Now he's stuck on the outside of a three-wide battle. Sterling Marlin storming by Ryan Newman and Harvick to pick up the spot as Harvick tries to rally it back on the outside lane. Mid-pack jostling going on from about 10th on back. They are three-wide. We're talking about Casey Mears, Jeff Burton, Tony Stewart, Scott Riggs, all in Scott's that pack. And Jimmy McMurray looks to take the lead down the bottom side. And Tony Stewart is riding right in behind that three-wide battle. He's got nowhere to go. Meanwhile, up front, here comes Jamie McMurray. He wants to lead. He stacked them three wide off of turn number four. It funnels down to two abreast racing. But here they come again, three wide to the trioval. Jimmy Johnson on the top side. Elliott Sadler in the middle of the pack. And it's Jamie McMurray down low. Three wide, challenging for the lead. Two wide now that they cross the start-finish line. That race is not over yet. Matt Kenseth pushing Jamie McMurray to the lead in turn one. McMurray scampers away by four car lengths. Now it's Matt Kenseth and Elliott Sadler side-by-side. But Johnson gives Sadler drafting help off turn two. So a Dodge has the lead by about two car lengths. It was Roush Racing teammates battling for second, but that has gone away. As now Elliott Sadler nails it down. The Chevy of Jimmy Johnson in third. It's Matt Kenseth and Dale Jr. side-by-side for four. 
The top three are single file, at least for the moment. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is battling with Matt Kenseth. That's the position for number four. They're wheel to wheel, side by side, further back. Here comes Matt Kenseth now breaking out of line, trying to get to the inside of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Hard racing from fifth place on back. Two wide and three wide as they come down, hit the line, and work their way back into turn number one. Jamie McMurray not about to give up the lead this time. Watching Kevin Harvick caught still up in that pack of traffic. He's still not able to move any closer to the front. He's back in ninth place. And again, he's on the outside of a three-wide battle. Greg Biffle on the bottom. Jeff Gordon in the middle. Kevin Harvick topside. They're three wide to the back straightaway. They maintain that three-wide formation. Here they come up the backstretch, nearing 200 miles an hour. It is still Jamie McMurray at the point. Here's that three-wide battle from Tech on back with Kyle Busch, Jeff Gordon, Jeff Burton, and Greg Biffle. Kevin Harvick, his top side of the racetrack to his inside is Jeff Gordon. Right behind Harvick is Robbie Gordon as they work off the banking once again in turn number four. Up front, three-car breakaway, their single file, that is still Matt Kenseth and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jamie McMurray leads here at Talladega Super Speedway. He's one of five different drivers who have led so far, and we're only at lap 17. Back at Talladega Super Speedway, caution flag is out again. A multi-car crash occurring up in turn number one. So far, we know that Mark Martin is one of the cars damaged there severely, as a matter of fact. Uh, Jimmy Johnson got some of it. Dave Blaney, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and several others. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Motor Racing Network. Back here at Talladega Super Speedway with at least five cars involved, including the pole sitter. Now we see that Elliott Sadler got caught up in that crash. Rusty Wallace's car uh, also involved, and looks like Michael Waltrip rolled several times up at turn number two when they got crossed up going into the corner. He got severe damage on his Napa Auto Parts Chevrolet, and as we told you, Mark Martin with the front end caved in on his car and also some rear end damage. Here comes Jimmy Johnson rolling off the pit lane. Some minor damage to his car, and again, others involved include Dave Blaney and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Let's go down to pit road. Well, one of those involved was the Jimmy Johnson machine. His damage to the rear of the machine is going to mess up the aerodynamics, certainly not nearly as bad as some of the other drivers involved. But the NASCAR Nextel Cup points leader coming into today's race, Jimmy Johnson with some damage down the right side and on the rear of the machine, a little bit of cosmetic damage on the nose of his machine. Kind of looked like from the replay that we have here in the booth when it started over there in turns one and two that Elliot Sadler might have got uh, tagged from the rear that kind of sent him up into the wall, and then it was on for from there on back as the field kind of scattered out, trying to dodge what was happening, uh, the wreck up against the wall. Let's go back downstairs. And pit stop taking place now. Barty under the caution flag. Greg Biffle in. Four tires and fuel there. Just in front of him, the all-tell Dodge. Ryan Newman gets four tires, fuel, and an adjustment. Rusty Wallace came down the pit lane. He got service. Kyle Petty has brought his machine in. Bobby Labonte on the pit lane. Bobby Hamilton Jr. has come in for service. Carl Edwards got to stop in. All these guys coming down, getting four tires and fuel. The crew having now to push Bobby Hamilton Jr.'s machine away. Guys who came down prior to pit road being open because they got a piece of action in the accident. Joe Nemechek came in, as did the Dave Blaine machine, and defending series champion Kurt Busch all came in one lap ago, changed tires, and surveyed the damage. On up to Winston Kelly. Everybody on this in the pit road getting service. Jimmy Johnson making his second stop. A little more damage we see where the fuel filler flow is for the uh, left rear of the uh, Lowe's Chevrolet. 
Jimmy Johnson on pit road again. Jeff Gordon was in. Kevin Harvick. We mentioned Dale Earnhardt Jr. got involved in that accident. He had just told his crew that his car was running a little bit warm. He may drop back. He was trying to get some clean air on the machine to try to cool off the temperatures there. So that may have cost him in this accident. Jeremy Mayfield looked like he got a piece of that. Kyle Busch, Casey Kane, Jeff Burton, Brian Vickers, Martin Truex Jr., Ricky Rudd, all on pit road for tires and Sunoco fuel. Steve Post. Well, back here in the garage area, Dale Earnhardt Jr. surveying the damage of the uh, Budweiser Chevrolet. Heavy damage on both sides of the nose of the car. Dale taking care of some other media obligations. Check back in a second, and we'll be right there with his story. Dale Jr. was up there near the front of the pack, was challenging for the lead a couple of times, kind of taking his uh, time, and unfortunately he was at the wrong place at the wrong time when several other cars got together in turn number two. Again, Mark Martin, his hopes of possibly winning here at Talladega again, the only driver in the top ten uh, guys in the chase for the cup uh, that has won here at Talladega before. That's out the window because his car is severely torn up. Again, Jimmy Johnson, uh, Dave Blaney, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Matter of fact, let's see if we can hear from Junior now. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has climbed out of the Budweiser Chevrolet. Junior, a hard hit it looks like. Car is beat up. Are you alright? And what happened out there? Yeah, I'm fine. The uh, car's tore pretty bad. I don't know if we'll be able to get back out, but uh, I don't know. The, thir- the 48 uh, had to slow down for something. He just stopped and I couldn't get slowed down and run in the back of him. And uh, apparently he got into the guy in front of him and then turned Elliot around. I don't know how they got checked up or what they checked up for, but uh, I didn't really see that. Just went down in the corner and everybody stopped. And uh, we was all right. I hit Jimmy and we was straight and everything, but he turned. He got into the 38 a little bit and turned him sideways. Hope everybody's okay. That's Dale Earnhardt Jr. So it doesn't take much here at Talladega. You just tap the sheet metal, the rear bumper of somebody out there. You get sideways. You bounce off the wall. And if it's anywhere near the front of the field in that big draft, uh, there's always a lot of cars collected in it. And that's the case here early. And, of course, being being early in the running of the race here today, Barney, uh, they were still bunched up. We talked about how they were running three and four wide already. And uh, that was kind of the configuration when they came up into that incident site there in turn number two. They're still loading Michael Waltrip's car up on the rollback to bring him back in the garage and a few other machines still littered over in turn number two. Today's broadcast of the UAW Ford 500 is brought to you under exclusive radio rights granted by Talladega Super Speedway to MRN Radio solely for the private non-commercial use of our listening audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the description and accounts of this event without the express written consent of MRN Radio is prohibited. Let's check back now with Steve Post, see if he's caught up with any of those guys that went to the care center. Steve? Well, right now, the care center, the driver's still making their way in. Do want to report the garage area being set up here. The M&M's crew is all waiting for their car to come in. Mark Martin's crew also waiting for their car to come in. There was a lot of damage on the Viagra Ford, but the crew's just kind of waiting right now. This is such a huge place. It takes a few minutes for them to get the cars in here, as well a few minutes to get the drivers to and out of the infield care center. Now, the drivers that are in the garage area, the cars that are in there, some may be able to continue, some will not Elliot Sadler, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Mark Martin, Michael Waltrip, and Mike Skinner. Back at the Talladega Super Speedway, a long caution while they clean up over in turns one and two. Michael Waltrip took a wild ride along with several other cars over there. Let's hear from him. Barney, he did take a wild ride. The good news is he's out of the care center, actually cutting up down here. Michael, what happened out on the racetrack? The 48 drilled the pole sitter is what I was just told by the pole sitter, and he was not happy about it. I, on the other hand, did all I could do to get through it. I, uh, I, I went the right direction. Rusty and I just happened to bump, and when we bumped, it shot me into somebody else, and I flipped over. But um, didn't get hurt. Macy gave me a good luck charm today. It's a pearl necklace, so I'm wearing that, except it's a bracelet. And uh, you can't do anything about it. I choose not to worry about it, man. You just go race, and you do your deal. If you wreck, you wreck. If you don't, you don't. 
thousands and thousands of people love to watch this stuff, and I love doing it. So uh, we'll just chalk this up as one of them deals. What's it like to flip like that out there? What are you, what are you doing during that ride? Whoa, the world's wrong. Oh, it's right. Oh, it's wrong again. Now it's right. You know, you're just hanging on and hoping you don't hit anything hard. The flipping part while I was doing that was all all right. And then when I landed and started sliding, I just thought, okay, don't anybody hit me. What what hurts is those sudden stops. And NASCAR's done such a great job with the safety of these race cars and then also the safer barriers. That takes away a lot of worrying about a race when you have those two things on your side. Then, um, Then you just pray a lot. That's Michael Waltrip. Tell you what, you go through a ride like that and you got a good sense of humor about it, uh, you, you know those guys are cut from a different piece of cloth than you and I. Yeah, it's, it's nice to be able to respond with that kind of attitude as well. Mark Martin also back in the garage. Let's see if we can get a word from him. Mark Martin is back here in the garage area. He has just came out of the infield care center. As uh, Mark, what, uh, what happened out there, Mark, on the racetrack? What happened to put you back here? Uh, golly, they had a big wreck in front of me. What could you? Is there anything in a situation like this you can do? Uh, you, you and you are you all right? You took a took a whale of a hit out there too. Yeah, I'm uh, like a mule, man. I can take it. Um, uh, safety uh, devices are incredible today. Uh, we used to take those kind of whippings without all that stuff, and uh, it was a lot worse. But uh, you know, uh, this one's over with, and uh, we'll pick up and go on. Uh, I, you know, I told some guys a while ago it's uh, it's hard to go uh, to fight God's will, and. Uh, Today, God's will was for me to finish about last, and uh, uh, I'd have a championship by now if it was his will. So uh, we're going to take what we can get this year and, uh, you know, see, see what happens going forward and see if everybody else in the chase flips. Yeah. That's Mark Martin. Mark, the only driver in the chase for the Nextel Cup involved in that crash over there in uh, turn number two. Again, the others were pole sitter Elliott Sadler. We hope to get a word from him here in a few moments. Dale Earnhardt Jr. out of the race as a result of the crash. Also, Michael Waltrip, you heard from, and Mike Skinner. As far as the uh, implications of the championship run, Tony Stewart has gained four spots already. He leads the points as of this moment. Rusty Wallace is still second. Ryan Newman is third. Greg Biffle has gained two spots. He's up to fourth. Jimmy Johnson has lost four spots. He's back to the fifth position. Back downstairs. Elliot Sadler has walked from the infield care center. Elliot, what happened? Well, I think, you know, you got jumbo screens here. You can show everybody what happened. The 48 car just completely run over us, and uh, I don't know why. I mean, why would you take a chance at lap 18 and took out a lot of great cars, you know, uh, and I, we were having fun just kind of racing up front. Um, very disappointed right now. Our, our Yates car was very good. The M&M's car was good, and uh, to get just taken out like that is, uh, is kind of frustrating. I don't you know, NASCAR makes us put three pedals in these cars, and the middle one's the brake, and most of the time it works. But uh, for some reason, his didn't work today. That's Elliot Sadler. Elliot Sadler again on the bud pole for today's race. After making a crew chief change, had their first top ten finish in the last uh, several weeks, and they were trying to build on that with a good run here today for the sponsor of today's race, Ford, along with United Auto Workers. But he's out early. A number of guys. We gave you the top five in championship point standings. Matt Kenseth, as of this moment, has gained three spots. He's up to sixth. Mark Martin has lost three spots. He's back to seventh. You got Kurt Busch up two spots. He's now in the eighth position. Jeremy Mayfield has fallen two spots to ninth. And Carl Edwards currently tenth with 153 points among the top ten drivers in the chase for the next Hell Cup. Now let's get a NASCAR performance tip brought to you by Craftsman, the official tools of NASCAR. Hi, this is Mark Salem, your personal crew chief from NASCAR Performance with a V-Car Caraware tip of the week. We're back at the Talladega Super Speedway, field crossing a line, getting the indication, green flag coming back out next time around. 
tell you how they're running right now. Matt Kenseth is the leader. Tony Stewart second. Kyle Busch is third. Casey Kane is fourth. And Jamie McMurray is fifth. Jeff Burton is sixth. Scott Riggs is seventh. Greg Biffle's eighth. Kevin Harvick is ninth. And Casey Mears is tenth. Ryan Newman is eleventh. Rusty Wallace twelfth. Scott Wimmer thirteenth. Martin Truex Jr. fourteenth. And Sterling Marlin will be fifteenth. On the restart, J.J. Yaley will roll off 16th. Dale Jarrett, 17th. Travis Quapel, 18th. Carl Edwards, 19th and 20th. Bobby Labonte, 21st, going to be Ken Schrader. Jeff Green, 22nd. Joe Nemechek, 23rd. Kerry Earnhardt, 24th. Kyle Petty is in 25th position. 26th on the restart, Ricky Rudd. 27th to Jeremy Mayfield. Kurt Busch is back in 28th. Mike Bliss is 29th, and Mike Wallace is 30th. Tony Raines is 31st. Dave Blaney, 32nd. Jeff Gordon is 33rd. 34th is Bobby Hamilton, Jr. Jimmy Johnson, 35th. 36th is Brian Vickers. And 37th, Robbie Gordon. All those cars are on the lead lap. Lap 26. And the other cars which are in the garage as a result of that crash, Kevin LePage, Elliot Sadler, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Mark Martin is out, Michael Waltrip is in the garage along with Mike Skinner. A big crash here at lap number 19 of the UAW Ford 500. We're going back under the green flag at lap 27. And it will be a single file restart here at Talladega as the field works into the tri-oval, gets ready to see the green flag and go back to racing. It was wild in those first 12 or 15 laps there. Looked like they were bouncing off each other. You almost felt like somebody was going to make a mistake. And it happened apparently over in turns one and two just a moment ago. Here they come, winding them up. You hear those engines gassing up as they come down the line. Green flag goes back in the air. They're going to chase Matt Kenseth down into turn one. First car behind him is going to be Tony Stewart. And if Tony gets it wound out, you know he's going to try and take the lead. They head over to turns one and two. Kyle Busch still third, still single file on the restart as they go over to turn two. Then Casey Kane, Jamie McMurray, Jeff Burton, and Scott Riggs. They roll off turn two and head for the back straightaway. They're maintaining that single file formation, still coming up to full speed. It is Matt Kenseth in the Ford, showing in the top spot with Tony Stewart filling his mirrors. Two-car breakaway up at the front. Kyle Busch occupies the third spot. Right behind him is Casey Kane. Jamie McMurray getting a push from Jeff Burton. Their top ten are single file in turn three. Single file back up into the bankings of turn three and four here at Talladega. Nobody's stepping in the line, at least for the moment. As they work the inside here, off of turn number four, Matt Kenseth is out front. Tony Stewart rides right there in second. Then is Kyle Busch, Casey Kane, Jamie McMurray. That's your top five. Still single file coming back to the start-finish line. Only side-by-side action deep in the pack where Bobby Labonte swings out back at about the 27th position, trying to gain a spot there. Up front, Matt Kenseth shows the way, and now finally we see one car stepping out of line. It is Jay Jamie McMurray challenging there for the fourth spot as he goes to the outside, trying to get by traffic as they exit turn two. He's trying to get around the machine of Casey Kane. That would be the fight for fourth. It continues up the back straightaway. Kyle Busch shifts around, moves over to his right. So too does Tony Stewart. Matt Kenseth, the leader, says, I'm going to utilize that draft and maintain the lead in the turn three. Well, they were single file just a lap ago, but they're not anymore. And the odd man out right now is Kyle Busch. He is topside and nobody going with him. Now here comes Casey Mears and Kevin Harvick. They're forming up on the outside. But the fast line is inside. Matt Kenseth continues to ride in front of Tony Stewart and Jamie McMurray. Kyle Busch was second at one point as they swung around the back straightaway. Now as he comes down to the line, he's going to find himself back there at about six and may lose that to Greg Biffle. Shuffle is at the front of the field. Again, Tony Stewart takes a look down to the inside. Has he got enough?
enough run to get around and take the lead away from Matt Kenseth. Looks like he'll get it done as they hit the back stretch. Everybody went to the bottom side, hanging Matt Kenseth out to dry. Had absolutely no help, did Kenseth. So now Tony Stewart is your new leader at Talladega, bringing it up the back stretch. Right behind him is Jamie McMurray, Jeff Burton, a very close third. Although now he is side by side, and Matt Kenseth is getting a heck of a push from Kyle Busch. Matt Kenseth is just trying to rally back. He's got drafting help from Kyle Busch. Kevin Harvick is there. So is Casey Mears. Now once again, or at least for a moment, they almost were three wide with Ryan Newman and Greg Biffle. But back to two-by-two two racing, and here comes Matt Kenseth trying to wind it up up top. Kenseth rallies to the outside lane coming back into the trioval and is back to challenge again for the top spot. Pulls even with Tony Stewart, but Stewart's got him as they cross the start-finish line. Finally now, Kenseth will get some drafting help. Kyle Busch, who was left out to drive that last time around, suddenly becomes a player. He falls in line behind the DeWalt Power Tools Ford, and they're going after Tony Stewart for the lead. Let's see if Matt Kenseth can utilize that draft to his advantage. Looks like he's going to take the top spot away from Tony Stewart, but Stewart has got some help from his own in the form of Jeff Burton, Scott Riggs, Greg Biffle, and others. But it's Matt Kenseth now bursting out into the lead. Side by side from second on back. Kyle Busch continues to ride there. Kevin Harvick is there. Casey Mears, Ryan Newman, and others. In fact, a whole host of Dodges on the top side of the racetrack. Chevrolets, though, are down low. Tony Stewart, Jeff Burton, then comes Scott Riggs. They're all forming up to the inside. On that restart a moment ago, there were eight cars up in that lead pack when they came around the second time. Now there's about 15 or 18 dicing for the lead as they work their way back into turn number one, chasing Matt Kenseth. Tony Stewart, second. Kyle Busch, third. Jeff Burton, fourth. And Kevin Harvick. He's finally got up in the top five. Kevin Harvick now will make a third lane, and he'll do it right up the middle. He's got plenty of help. It'll be Kenseth at his right elbow. To his left side will be Tony Stewart, who now tries to get out of the lead by himself. Stewart all by himself in the front spot. They're three wide from second on back. Jeff Burton, Kevin Harvick, Matt Kenseth, and Scott Riggs. Watch it, Kevin Harvick. He is trying to come to the front. He started 42nd. It took him 31 laps to climb into the top three. Well, he wants second. Jeff Burton to his inside. Wheel to wheel for second on back. Out front all by himself is Tony Stewart. But here comes Kevin Harvick. Richard Childress teammates battling it out for the second spot. Jeff Burton there alongside Kevin Harvick. They're fighting over the second spot. That is allowing Tony Stewart to drive away. But suddenly here comes that draft. It kicks in both lines. And they're all going after Stewart. Left up there all by himself. And if you're just one single car without drafting help, it's a miracle if you can hold your own against a line of cars in a draft here at Talladega. Let's see how it unfolds in the back straightaway. Kevin Harvick has the second spot. Right to his left elbow, however, is Jeff Burton. Tony Stewart weaving just a little bit up the back straightaway, trying to break the draft. Here comes Kevin Harvick's move up on the top side. Three wide racing, and Greg Biffle is in the middle, and nobody going with him, and he started to free fall for just a minute. But now they form up three wide, three rows deep. Up front, though, here they come wheel to wheel. Tony Stewart, Kevin Harvick. Harvick to the top spot and he'll bring Ryan Newman with him. One thing you really like about Kevin Harvick as a driver, he will not just sit there and be content to hold on to a spot. He'll try to make something happen. And he has dodged around, weaved around for the last 10 or 15 laps. He finally gets into the lead. Now can he hang on to it? Ryan Newman is his drafting partner for the moment. Here that outside line beginning to wind up again with Matt Kenseth off turn two. Top four are single file. They are three wide from fourth on back. But it is Kevin Harvick in the top spot. Ryan Newman right on his rear bumper. Tony Stewart uh, uh, rides in the third spot. 
caution flag is waving. A problem for the points leader coming in today, Jimmy Johnson, who was involved in that crash back at lap number 19 with a lot of smoke coming off the back end. May have cut down a tire. Not quite sure, but NASCAR spotters have indicated there is something on the track that came from the Lowe's Chevrolet. He is well off the pace, heading now down the back straightaway. Taking a look at Jimmy Johnson's Lowe's Chevrolet. Plenty of body damage on the left rear quarter panel. That due to the blown tire. Johnson is under power and making his way back to the pits. And that will be the second caution flag this afternoon. Again, it comes out at lap 33 when Jimmy Johnson had some smoke from the car. NASCAR saw something that apparently came out from under the machine on the racetrack, and it has brought us under the yellow flag for the second time. We're back at Talladega Super Speedway and Pit Road, a busy place right now. Winston Kelly. Martin Truex Jr., Ricky Rudd, Kevin Harvick, the leader, but they're not going to be the first out. It's going to be Ryan Newman and Greg Biffle. Here comes Dale Jarrett now into his pit. They're working on the right side of his machine. Jeff Gordon in, right side tires, the chassis adjustment. They're going to come around making a four-tire stop for Jeff Gordon. Heavy damage to the left rear of the Jimmy Johnson machine. The sheet metal pulled all the way away, all the way around the left rear tire. Now let's go the midsection and Adam Alexander. And problems on the midsection of pit road. Bobby Labonte after a fuel only stop exiting the pit lane got into the left rear of Kyle Petty turned him. Petty drove nose in into the pit wall. Left front damage on his Dodge. He does not get service. The crew now just pushing Petty away. He's going to have to cycle back around and come in to make his pit stop. Ryan Newman, Greg Biffle, Rusty Wallace all came in. Casey Mears also on the pit lane. These drivers taking fuel only. Sterling Marlin also making a stop at Lap 35 to Steve Post. Variety of strategies down here. Jamie McMurray's been strong. No tires, fuel only. Tony Stewart was in. Left side tires. Not only did they change the rubber on that, that allowed the left side of the car to be picked up to get as much fuel in there as possible. They're already counting from the back of this race. Scott Riggs, what a problem he had. He tried to come out of his pit stall. First, the car of Mike Wallace clipped the right front of Scott Riggs' car. Wallace's car drove past as Riggs again started to go forward. He was then clipped by the United States Army Chevrolet car of Joe Nemechek. Riggs finally did make it out of pit road. Matt Kenseth, Carl Edwards also getting pit service on this end of pit road. You can always depend on action when you come to Talladega. We've had it on the racetrack and now we've had it on pit road and we're only at lap 35. Well, we're going to have some in a, about three weeks, I guess, when we go up to Martinsville. Clay Campbell has joined us here in the booth this afternoon. How's tickets? You got a few left? We do, Barney. We have a few seats left for both the uh, Kroger 200 Craftsman Truck Series race on the 22nd and then the uh, Subway 500 the next day on uh, Sunday the 23rd. So it kind of looks like short track racing here this afternoon, what they're doing at Talladega. We always look forward to coming up to Martinsville up there. You, got, uh, you guys, I understand, have added some parking up there in the last uh, since we were there also. We have added some parking, and, you know, with the six racing to the chase. So, uh, like you say, the racing's always great. So we're looking forward to that, and we're the only short track in the last ten. So, you know, the fans love the racing there, and uh, like I say, we do have a few seats left. So, you know, get on the phone and call 877-RACE-TIX or go online at racetickets.com and uh, get fixed up and come see some good short track racing. Clay, a lot of folks came out to see your Wheeler Modified race several weeks ago under the lights there for the first time at uh, Martinsville Speedway. How did that turn out? We were elsewhere. Otherwise, we would have uh, come down and joined you. Yeah, you guys were in California, but it went really well. Uh, place looked great at night, and it was a good crowd, good race. Modified's always put on a good show there. So we were pretty excited about it, and we're going to do that show again next year. Uh, and while we're talking on that, for anybody in the Virginia, Carolina area, next week we have our big Bailey's 300 late model stock race. So that's the biggest late model stock race in the country, and it's always a great show. Any chance we'll ever see NASCAR Nextel Cup racing under the lights at Martinsville? 
well, right now there are no plans for it, but, you know, who knows? We're always open to suggestions, and like I say, the modified race went well at night, but uh, we did that specifically for that race, not really to, uh, not as a prelude to doing a cup race at night. Yeah. Well, that would be exciting, I'm sure. Of course, it's always exciting at Martinsville, and even more so now because we're in the midst of a chase for the NASCAR Nextel Cup. That is coming up just a couple of weeks, the Subway 500, also the Kroger 200 at Martinsville Speedway. Clay, thanks a lot for stopping by. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Meanwhile, here at Martin at uh, Talladega Super Speedway, Kurt Busch is the race leader, about a half lap from going back under the green flag here this afternoon. Ryan Newman limes up second. Then it's Greg Biffle, Casey Mears, and Rusty Wallace. That's the top five. Ricky Rudd is sixth. Seventh is Jamie McMurray. Tony Stewart is eighth. Ninth is Matt Kenseth. And tenth now is Jeff Green. Remember to go to the NASCAR.com Superstore to the largest selection of officially licensed NASCAR merchandise in the world. You can choose from over 60 drivers in categories ranging from home decor, tailgating, memorabilia, collectibles, die casts, and apparel. Type in MRN during the checkout process and receive 15% off your entire order. Getting ready to go back to Green. Green should come out at lap 36, and they'll chase Kurt Busch. He will be the man at the front of the field. Ryan Newman is second. Greg Biffle is third. Casey Mears is fourth. Rusty Wallace fifth. And sixth is Ricky Rudd. Jamie McMurray is seventh. Tony Stewart's going to restart eighth. Matt Kenseth ninth. And Jeff Green in tenth. Rest of the top 15 as they get ready to go back to green. Brian Vickers, 11th. Bobby Labonte is 12th. Sterling Marlin, 13th. Carl Edwards, 14th. And Kevin Harvick, 15th. As you hear those engines winding up as they come down to the line. Coming up to speed as they cross the start-finish line. Green flag waves again. Again, a single-file restart here at Talladega. Kurt Busch leads the parade as they build up speed in turn one. Single-file, they come back to the corner. Kurt Busch leading the way with Ryan Newman right in behind. So far, nobody stepping out of line to attempt to make a pass. You've got Greg Biffle lined up third. Casey Mears in fourth. And actually, the front three start to break away a little bit as they hit the back stretch. Break away just a little bit, Joe, by about a car length and a half. It is still Kurt Busch in that top spot. He needs a good run here this afternoon. Ryan Newman gaining speed coming up on the bumper of Kurt Busch. Greg Biffle rounds out the top three. They are into turn three. Casey Mears goes in that fourth spot. Then it's Rusty Wallace. They're still running single file. Then it's Ricky Rudd, Jamie McMurray, Tony Stewart as they work off turn number four. Out front, Kurt Busch. Then the dodge of Ryan Newman. The forward of Greg Biffle. But here comes fourth on back, led by Casey Mears. But for the moment, everybody decides to stay nose to tail. Just get the engines wound up. Get plenty of power to the car with a restrictor plate motor. It takes about a lap and a half to get full song out of them as they work back into turn number one still single file car that is trying to move right now on the outside lane would be carl edwards he's back there at about 15th or 16th position nobody pulls up on that outside line to go with him so he's going to lose spots as they head for the back stretch carl edwards pays the price on that outside because nobody went with him he had no drafting help he lost about six or seven spots now they start to break up two by two by two from 10th on back ryan vickers on the outside with sterling marlin down in the bottom ryan Vickers has got drafting help. That's in the form of Jeff Burton, but maybe not for long. He tried to split him. Now he'll tuck back in line. Now he drops to the inside just that quick, and he'll step in behind Kevin Harvick as that freight train up front goes single file. They begin to fan out from about 15th on back. Dillaback 12th, 13th position. That is where Kevin Harvick works the outside lane. Casey Kane falls in behind him. Brian Vickers is there. Here comes Carl Edwards making it three wide. Jeff Gordon will help him build a draft in the outside lane to try to go by both Vickers. 
Rogers and Kane as they exit turn two and hit the backstretch. Almost four wide through turns one and two, but Bobby Labonte breaks out of that pack. He'll try to latch onto the shirt tails of Jeff Burton. Carl Edwards still riding the rim around the outside of turn two and up the back straightaway. He'll try to bring Scott Winner with him. Casey Kane, the middle groove. Jeff Gordon giving him drafting help up through the pack. And by the time this is all said and done, Carl Edwards may have dropped all the way to the tail end of that pack as he is on the top side with nobody going with him as Scott Wimmer now drops to the inside and again Carl Edwards is left all by himself. He's still now trying to draw alongside Jeff Gordon. That'll make it three wide in the tri-oval. Yeah, but he's still not gaining any ground right now. He's just trying to find some drafting help, get himself back down inside in that inside lane where he won't lose too much ground. Now we see Casey Mears pull out a line, heading over to turn number two. That's a scramble for third place. He's got her wound up and see if anybody's going to pull up there and go with him as they hit the backstretch. Casey Mears is challenging Greg Biffle for the third spot. He gave it a good run around the outside of turn two. He has that third position. Ryan Newman almost collected him off the corner. Newman in that second spot. Mears now looks at the high side to take away second. The Dodgers had been all on the top, and now they have uh, formed up inside. That's where Rusty Wallace Dodge lines up. To his outside is Casey Mears. Behind him, yet another Dodge. They're all trying to run down the Ford of Kurt Busch, and here they come. Casey Mears has got a great run as they head back to the trial. He goes to the outside. Busch sees him coming and pulls up in front, trying to block the move, but now Mears breaks to the outside lane, and they're nearly three wide for the second spot, going to turn one. Mears gets a great run, climbing the banking of turn number one. He challenges Kurt Bush with the top spot. They are dead even now as they hit the back straightaway off turn two. Still wheel to wheel for position number one off of turn two and up the back stretch. It'll be Kurt Bush down to the low side. Casey Mears up high right behind them. It's also two by two by two. You've got the cars of Ryan Newman, Greg Biffle, Kevin Harvick, Jamie McMurray is also part of that mix. And here comes Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart's riding in that third spot, at least third in line on the top side behind Jamie McMurray and Casey Mears. Wheel to wheel once again. The Ford down low of Kurt Bush. The Dodge of Casey Mears up top. Dead even as they cross in front of me. The Dodge are pushing each other topside. All of a sudden now they get too wide. Uh, not like that single car pack we saw go by here a couple of laps earlier. It won't be too much longer to see three lanes of traffic out there. As they swing back into turn number one. Good move by Casey Mears. It has put him to the front of the field. Jamie McMurray comes along with him. See if Tony Stewart can get anything going there. Nose to tail. But from fourth place on back, it is a side-by-side scramble down the backstretch. It's a good one, Barney. Two by two from fourth. Fourth on back. Matt Kenseth has that fourth spot. Kurt Busch is threatening to take it away, but nothing doing. Sterling Marlin pushes Kenseth from the fifth position. Oh, and Kenseth got into Tony Stewart and gave him a good boost up into turn three. He's going to propel him at least into the second spot for a while because Jamie McMurray is trying to rally back on the inside. That's the battle for second. McMurray down low. Tony Stewart up top. Tony's got drafting help forming up behind him of Matt Kenseth, Kurt Busch, and then it's three wide, three rows deep. Casey Mears shows the way coming back into the trial Let's see if he can hold off Tony Stewart. Stewart charges up to the outside. Mears will lead lap 43. Another lead change here at Talladega Super Speedway. Tony Stewart has gone to the top spot, but the battle for the lead is certainly not over. We're only at lap 44 of 188. It's Stewart, Casey Mears, Jamie McMurray, Matt Kenseth, and Brian Vickers. From the Talladega Super Speedway, this is MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR. Today's broadcast of the UAW Ford 500 on MRN Radio is brought to you in part by Gatorade Thirst Quencher. Gatorade, is it in you? By Nextel, helping groups get things done. NASCAR and Nextel, partners in speed. By Team Tylenol, think fast. And by Office Depot, the official office products partner of NASCAR. 
even at the quarterway mark of the UAW Ford 500. Already 20 lead changes among 13 different drivers. It's been a wild day of racing, and we're just getting started. Casey Mears right now, at least for this moment, is the leader with Brian Vickers working hard to get by him. Jamie McMurray, Jeff Gordon, and Tony Stewart. That's the rest of the top five, at least last time they crossed the line. Then it was Matt Kenseth, Jeff Burton, Rusty Wallace, Kurt Busch, and Mike Wallace, the top ten. That won't last long. They're back in turn one. Here's Jamie McMurray. He'll climb the banking now. Going to work on the outside of Casey Mears. They're side-by-side for the lead at Talladega. Mears on the bottom. McMurray bobbles topside. Tony Stewart comes in as McMurray goes to the lead. But McMurray makes it stick, and he'll take his dodge at the top spot. He's got plenty of drafting help behind him with Tony Stewart and Matt Kenseth. Jamie McMurray now flying away by two car lanes from the second place. Tony Stewart, they're side-by-side for third. Matt Kenseth is there. Behind him comes Dave Blaney, Sterling Marlin, and others. Draft also forming up to the inside from third on back. That's Casey Mears with drafting help from Brian Vickers. But up front, though, two-car breakaway. That's Jamie McMurray and Tony Stewart, two by two from there on back. And the reason they've broken away is they're running nose to tail, trying to break up that draft a little bit as they cross the line and work their way back into turn number one. Mears again decides, I'd like to have second place back, not going to be able to get it. And as we look over to turn number two, there's some strong cars back in the pack trying to make up some ground also. One of those is Rusty Wallace. Another is Greg Biffle. They're in the middle of a three-wide battle for about the 10th spot. List on the bottom. Wallace in the middle. Sterling Marlin topside. Jostling and moving around in mid-pack. Wallace is right in the middle of it, but so far, so good. Here they come up the back straightaway with Wallace right in the middle. The three-wide battle goes down to two. Greg Biffle right on the middle right bumper. A couple of dodges run side Side by side. The Miller Lite Dodge of Rusty Wallace is his outside is Sterling Marlin. And in front of them, they're still two by two. Exception at the front. Top three now nose to tail. Jeff Gordon has come into that fifth spot. He's battling wheel to wheel now with Matt Kenseth. Here comes Matt Kenseth trying to get something started in the outside lane. He led earlier this afternoon and wants to come back to the front. His teammates will fall in line behind him. There's Kurt Busch and Greg Biffle falling in line behind Kenseth, and they're working hard on the top side of the track in turn one. Side by side for fifth, but not for long. Matt Kenseth will grab the fifth spot. Jeff Gordon, though, tries to rally back down low. Gordon with drafting help from Jeff Burton. Kenseth gets drafting help from Kurt Busch. This would be the struggle for six. That's between Jeff Gordon and Kurt Busch. They are still wheel to wheel up the back straightaway, filling their mirrors on the cars of Jeff Burton and Greg Biffle. They're two by two by two from six on back. Kurt Busch right behind his teammate Matt Kenseth to his inside is Jeff Gordon. Behind Gordon is Jeff Burton. So Ford and teammates line up on the outside. Kenseth joins Greg Biffle and others. The Fords are trying to rally back, but right now they go wheel to wheel with Jeff Gordon for the fifth spot. Jeff Gordon hasn't really flexed all that much muscle today. He's been back in the pack for the better part of the time, but now he's beginning to ramble a little bit. Doesn't have a whole lot of drafting help there on that outside lane. He's trying to get up there when he came through the dogleg. Now he's going to stay at the bottom of the speedway. Not going to lose anything, but not going to gain anything. He's side by side with Kurt Busch. Matt Kenseth directly ahead of Gordon. Change lanes. We'll go to the top side of the racetrack and race Brian Vickers for fourth. While Matt Kenseth may lose the handle on the fourth position, he's feeling a serious challenge from Brian Vickers, who's getting help from his teammate Jeff Gordon. Gordon literally shoving Vickers into turn three. Now they're three wide, and the guy that's stuck in the middle is Casey Mears as they work to his inside. Here comes Brian Vickers to the inside. Here comes Jeff Gordon. Casey Mears still stuck three wide, smack dab in the middle as the Fords continue to work to the outside. Matt Kenseth and Kurt Busch and others. Coming back down to the line again, it is Casey Mears trying to hold on to the top 
spot. Jamie McMurray up there in the lead as Mears falls back in the pack a little ways. Already 21 lead changes among 12 drivers here today. Several cars involved in a crash back at lap number 19, including Mark Martin, Jimmy Johnson, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Elliott Sadler, Mike Skinner, Michael Waltrip, and Kevin LePage. And then a caution came out at lap number 33 when Jimmy Johnson blew a tire. Currently, we're showing 36 cars on the lead lap. Out of the race are Elliot Sandler, the pole sitter, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Mark Martin, Michael Waltrip, and Mike Skinner. This mid-race update brought to you by MBNA. You can help the victims in the Gulf Coast region and thousands of other disasters across the country every year with your financial donation to the American Red Cross Relief Fund. Call 1-800-HELP-NOW or visit redcross.org today. While we were away, another lead change. It's Jamie McMurray going back to the top spot, taking the lead from Tony Stewart. Brian Vickers is third, Matt Kenseth fourth, and Casey Mears is fifth. We're at lap 53 of 188. From the Talladega Super Speedway, this is MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR. Back at Talladega Super Speedway, 55 laps complete, and let's see, we're up now to uh, looks like 25 lead changes it uh, seems to change about every time they cross the start-finish line, Barney. Well, those are official lead changes. Now, they change the lead a lot of times in the back straightaway, and they change again when they come through three and four. If you, if you could write down every lead change, it'd be well over 100 during a race, Joe. I've almost filled up a page already just with the official lead changes, and it's about to change again up in turn four. Jamie McMurray and Tony Stewart doing battle. They're two by two all the way back to the field. Tony Stewart working the inside groove. Jamie McMurray up top. McMurray's got the run, but Tony Stewart will rally back. Jamie McMurray's had a good, solid race car all day long as he brings them back down to the line. Determined to hang on to the lead, Tony Stewart leads this lap by just about half of a car length as they go back into one. It's Tony Stewart, Jamie McMurray, Brian Vickers, Matt Kenseth, rest of the top ten, Casey Mears, Kurt Busch, Jeff Burton, Greg Biffle, Carl Edwards, and Ryan Newman. They're in turn two. Here they come off turn number two. Matt Kenseth on the outside will shuffle McMurray, and there's problems for the back. Mike Bliss gets turned around, spinning in a panic of traffic. Now as he works his way down the back straightaway, and other cars collected as they slide down the back stretch. Caution is on the speedway. It'll become the third one this afternoon. Comes out at lap 56. Let's go back over to turn two. It happened with Mike Bliss in turn number two. Barney got turned around into the outside wall. A huge cloud of smoke. Everyone ducking high and ducking low to avoid. Miraculously, Mike Bliss, the only car collected. Others may have slight cosmetic damage, but Mike Bliss, the only car to get turned around here in turn number two. And what a save by about ten drivers who scattered high and low to avoid his spinning race car. They were about three wide coming off the corner here. He was right in the middle of the racetrack, and from watching the replay on the next television screen here, Barney, it looks like maybe it was one of those situations the drivers will talk about having the air taken off your spoiler. He just lost it. The whole back end came around, and as Mike Bagley reported, a great move by guys on either side of him not to be collected in that incident there, which was back for about the 19th or 20th position. Uh, Mike Bliss was running in 19th when the incident occurred in turn number two. That will be our third caution flag of the day, and I suppose we're going to see some action on pit lane. Let's take a sweep through the pits right now. Brought to you by Craftsman, the official tools of NASCAR. Winston Kelly. Uh, one of the cars they'll be working on, Jimmy Johnson. Just to recap, if you've just joined us, a lot of damage to the left rear where he cut down that tire, ripped away the sheet metal all the way from the uh, where the door is on the left rear of your or the left side of your car all the way to where the fuel filler tank is. So they're going to be working on that machine. Same thing with Jeremy Mayfield. 
He's got some rear end damage, called in, told his crew it felt like he had a parachute at the rear of the car. And J.J. Yaley involved in this accident, so they're going to push him behind the wall, do some work on that machine. Adam? Lap 57, a couple of guys involved in the incident, maybe picking up some debris. Kyle Petty has already come in, changed right side tires, headed back onto the racetrack. More severe damage for Kerry Earnhardt. His machine stopped on the pit lane. Crew concentrating their efforts to the right front of his car. Tough break for Kerry Earnhardt, who finished 17th when Nextel Cup teams raced here in May. Steve Post. Travis Quaffle, also one of those cars, suffered a little bit of damage. A right side flat tire on the Kodak Dodge. Also want to follow up on Scott Riggs, the Rally Chevrolet. We talked about the contact they had with some other cars on pit road. Just talked with Rodney Childers, the crew chief. Feels that there's no damage on the car, and uh, they're getting ready to come down pit road for just routine service and make sure the nose of that machine is in good shape. As they get ready to pit, this is the way they're running on the racetrack. Tony Stewart is the leader. Matt Kenseth is second. Brian Vickers third. Kurt Busch is fourth. Jamie McMurray is fifth. Casey Mears is sixth. Greg Biffle is seventh. Jeff Burton's eighth. Ryan Newman is ninth. And tenth is Carl Edwards. Casey Kane shows 11th. Sterling Marlin 12th. Rusty Wallace 13th. Scott Riggs 14th. Martin Truex Jr. is 15th. And in 16th position is Dave Blaney. They're on pit road. Steve Post. Matt Kenseth brings the DeWalt Ford and the crew around to the right side of it as well. Jamie McMurray complaining the car's a little tight. They're going to do a chassis adjustment. Tony Stewart is in as well. The crew around to the right side of that car. Going to be four tires for Kenseth. Going to be four tires for McMurray. Scott Riggs is in. As we speculated, Tony Stewart, four tires and fuel. Now up to Winston Kelly. Jeff Gordon in. Jimmy Johnson just in front of Johnson. Ricky Rudd. Martin Truex Jr. Dale Earnhardt, Dale uh, Jarrett's in as first car away as Brian Vickers. Two tires for that machine. He's away. Then Matt Kenseth, then Johnson. There goes Jeff Gordon. He's going to fall out about eighth in line on pit road. It's going to be a four-tire stop for Kevin Harvick. Kyle Busch likes the way his machine's handling. And Casey Kane pulls away. They're doing some work that we talked about. Cosmetic damage to the left rear of the Jeremy Mayfield car. Adam? Most drivers came in at lap 35, took fuel only, Winston. So pit road, a busy place this time with four tire stops. Ryan Newman got four tires, no adjustments in the Alltel Dodge. Greg Biffle was in. They made a pair of adjustments on his car. He also got four tires. Rusty Wallace was in. Kurt Busch, who had not been in since lap 26, came down four tires and fuel. Casey Mears was on the pit lane, as was Sterling Marlin. Coming down for service at lap 58. First three cars off pit road would have been Brian Vickers, Matt Kenseth, and Jimmy Johnson. We're back at the Talladega Super Speedway. Cleanup efforts continue here at the Speedway this afternoon. We're under the third caution flag of the day. It came out when Mike Bliss had a problem over in turn number two, and that put us under the yellow flag for the third time. We're talking about the guys that scattered over there avoided that, Joe. I was just looking at the replay a couple of times. It almost looked like a covey of quail going off in different directions to keep from getting into Mike Bliss. You talk about reaction time. It's got to be very quick. And, of course, drivers depend on their spotters here at Talladega very much, uh, uh, very important uh, part of the process. They do it every racetrack, but it really means a lot at a track like this. When things like that happen, you've got to know whether to go high or low instantaneously. And a couple of guys, obviously, with good communications with their spotters, making the difference there. Brian Vickers, after the pit stop, comes out as the race leader. Matt Kenseth, second. Jimmy Johnson, third. Scott Riggs, fourth. And Kurt Busch, fifth. That's the way they came off pit road. Brought to you by Triple A. Book of a Plan a road trip, buy life insurance, take out a car loan, all in one pit stop. Call 1-800-JOIN-AAA or visit AAA.com. 
field coming down to the line. We're going to see the green flag this time by. Green is in the air, and they come up through the gearbox in a hurry and head off to turn number one. Brian Vickers, the leader. Matt Kent is going to be able to stay with him. Jimmy Johnson going to try and get it wound up to make sure he doesn't get caught too far back there. It is single file thus far. Won't stay that way very long. They go to two. Here they come back into the corner. It's going to take a lap for these engines to get wound out to full song. Brian Vickers, Matt Kenseth, Jimmy Johnson, Scott Riggs, Kurt Busch, the top five off turn two. Single file formation off turn two and up the back straightaway. It is still Brian Vickers in that top spot. Jimmy Johnson missing half his body work. Took a brief look down to the inside. Now tucks back in the line. He rides in the third position behind Matt Kenseth. Scott Riggs will go next. Then it's Kurt Busch. That's your top five. Then comes Casey Mears, Jamie McMurray, and Ryan Newman. Still single file as they work off turn number four, but that doesn't last long. Throwing the block is Brian Vickers up front. Kenseth took a look inside. Vickers said, no thank you, not right now. Now here's Scott Riggs looking to the outside for an opportunity, trying to get some drafting help from behind. Kurt Busch is there. Casey Mears said, I'm not going with you guys. I'll start my own train. He goes all the way up to the outside lane in turn one. Draft forms up in the outside lane. Scott Riggs with a full head of steam. Brian Vickers goes top side to block him. Matt Kenseth, Jimmy Johnson hung out down low as Vickers leads off turn two. Matt Kenseth riding in the sixth position has absolutely no help, and he's losing spots to his outside. Here comes Vickers in position number one. Scott Riggs right on his bumper. Casey Mears shoving him all into turn three. Scott Riggs now beginning to climb the banking. He took a peek to the outside, then tucks back in line. He'll ride to draft for now. Single file coming off of turn number four. Matt Kenseth continues to backslide. In fact, he's fallen all the way out of the top seven. Nose to tail. Vickers over Scott Riggs at the moment. You get shuffled out of that draft, you're going in one direction and that's toward the tail end of the field. That's what's happened to Matt Kenseth at the line. Brian Vickers still the leader, but maybe not for long. That outside line beginning to wind up as they head off to turn number one. Casey Mears had a run, but he gets shut down by Brian Vickers. Here they come back to the corner. Vickers slides to the top side of the banking, blocking Mears. It's side-by-side for second. Mears up top and Riggs down low. Scott Riggs with a strong move off of turn two and up the back straightaway. He was dueling for third, threatened for second. Now he starts to fall back as Jimmy McMurray on the outside getting plenty of help from Ryan Newman in fourth. And now Scott Riggs is going to fall in line, smack dab in the middle, three wide racing. They're going to bypass him top and bottom. Kurt Busch, the first to go by on the inside. So Scott Riggs had been up there battling for the lead. Now he's battling to hang on to the top five. Brian Vickers up front, side by side, a pair of dodges for second. Shuffling from second on back while Brian Vickers continues to lead. Let's check in the garage with Steve Post. Mike Bliss here as the uh, bright blue Best Buy Chevrolet car getting worked on by the crew. They're actually working on all four corners of it. Mike Bliss uh, is standing here watching, overseeing the, the work on it. Mike, what happened? Uh, it felt like we cut a tire. The right rear felt like you're right in the middle of turn one and two, and I just took off. So, Mike Bliss, unfortunately, at that stage, you're just along for the ride? Yeah, but, uh, man, I'm telling you what, this Best Buy Chevrolet was fast. It was one of the best cars I've ever had in speedway racing. And uh, right there, we were just going to follow Jimmy and Jeff, and um, and we were doing it, and then it then it cut, it spun out. That's Mike Bliss, very frustrated back here in the garage. Do want to report also, J.J. Yaley's crew has brought the FedEx Chevrolet back in. They are changing the radiator on that as well. Robbie Gordon was in on the pit service earlier on, and they had to do the redo the bracing on the windshield as that had come loose. And, of course, with all the high speed here at Talladega, you don't want a windshield to come loose on one of these cars. One of eight cars out of the race already. 
Mike Bliss, along with Kerry Earnhardt. J.J. Yaley is out. Also, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Mark Martin, and Mike Skinner out at lap 64. Up front, it is Jamie McMurray now leading the pack. They're halfway down the back straightaway. Top five were single file, but now that goes away in a hurry. Is now only the three-car top three are nose to tail. Ryan Newman and Kurt Busch, they're side-by-side for the fourth position. Kurt Busch is down low. Ryan Newman is up top. Behind them, Greg Biffle and Scott Riggs. Two-by-two racing from fourth on back. Watching Kurt Busch now draw even with Casey Mears. That's the battle for the third spot. Now only two cars all alone up front. It's McMurray and Vickers. A couple of cars really trying to get up there. Jeff Gordon Oh, trouble on the tri-oval. Casey Mears goes around. The spinning, sliding through the tri-oval. There's going to be about 15 cars involved in this one as they spin down toward turn number one. Caution is on the speedway. It started back up there in the dogleg. One car hit the wall, bounced out in the middle of the field. And we've got a mess here in the front straightaway. Wild ride by Scott Riggs, Barney, as they came across the start-finish line. It was up on its nose, spinning around, rolled over about four times, nearly landed on Jeff Burton's car before they climbed the banking of turn number one. It's finally come to rest. There's some flames coming out of the front end, and immediately Talladega track safety personnel are there to check on Scott Riggs and Jeff Burton, the two cars that got the worst of that, an incident that started coming off of turn number four there, Jeff. Well, and it actually happened more down the lines into the trioval. The first thing that I saw, Joe, was all pink and white, and that was Casey Mears pointed sideways on the racetrack. Again, as we've seen on several times, guys going top, guys going trying to get to the inside, but Casey Mears had thrown the block, and from there it was on. Scott Riggs has climbed out of the car, gets a big cheer from the crowd as he is out of the machine down there. He did indeed take a very wild ride. It's put us under the yellow flag for the fourth time this afternoon. Scott Riggs, Jeff Burton, and Casey Mears, some of the cars in it. We'll follow up with more in a minute. Here at Tattledega Super Speedway, the caution flag is out. Cleanup is underway. We'll hear from some of the drivers involved in this crash just occurring here at lap 65 in a few moments. First, let's take a moment and update where the Coca-Cola racing family of drivers are currently running. Brought to you by Coca-Cola, the official soft drink of NASCAR fans. Kevin Harvick is shown in sixth. Dale Jarrett is tenth. Bobby Labonte, 20th. Tony Stewart's 22nd. Greg Biffle's in 32nd. Jeff Burton was involved in that crash. He's in 33rd now. Kyle Petty is 34th. Elliott Sadler out of the race, scored 39th. And Michael Waltrip in the garage, he's shown 42nd. That's a look at where the Coca-Cola racing family of drivers are currently running at lap number 67. Now let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Motor Racing Network. Here at Talladega Super Speedway, 67 of 188 laps are complete, and a multi-car crash just occurred coming into the trioval, lap number 65 when it broke out here, Barney. And again, looks like watching the replay on the next television screen, possibly Ryan Newman got into the back of Casey Mears. They were right up near the front of the pack, and they collected at least five other cars. Yeah, Scott Riggs, Jeff Burton, Casey Mears, Mike Wallace, Jeff Gordon, and Rusty Wallace all got a little bit of that. We've had several of those cars on pit road. First, let's go down to Winston Kelly. Well, among those, Rusty Wallace, he had a little bit of damage on his machine. A lot of the guys that were involved in that went behind pit wall into the garage area. Steve Post, Adam Alexander headed down that way. We saw Rusty Wallace come down pit road, get some uh, repairs to his machine. Pit road is not open yet, but uh, they've already started working on that. Hope to have pit road open here in another lap or so. Jimmy Johnson had uh, damage in that first crash earlier today at lap number 19. And again, with enough damage that might just wrap up his day, 
in lap 65, this incident that occurred, these other cars you heard Winston Kelly reporting on. We'll get a word from Jimmy Johnson in a few moments. He was the championship point leader coming into today's race. And, of course, all the drivers looking at all these races as being so very important. Let's go to Steve Postel. Jimmy Johnson here in the garage area. Jimmy, the second crash first. What happened out there, and how bad is the car damaged? That's hurt pretty bad. I'm not sure. You know, just some guys got uh, together in front of me, and before I knew it, you know, the hole was clogged, and, and boom, 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 you know, you're in a wreck. So it was part of restricted play racing. First crash of the day, your name came up in it. What did you, what happened from your perspective? Uh, it's pretty easy. I mean, I, I'm getting a huge push from behind. I've got my hand up, um, waving, the, waving off the eight on the brakes, trying not to get in the back of the 38. And I don't think I got into them, but I think it, I got close enough to them where it loosened them up getting in the turn. Well, there's only so much you can do when you're getting a push. I mean, I'm on, on the brake uh, trying to get the car slowed down, waving the guy off behind me. And, and I'm not trying to blame the eight. There's energy that's built up behind all of these cars. And one guy up there on the brakes isn't going to slow it down. And, and that 38 got turned around. So I feel horrible for it. If I got into them, I'll take responsibility. It's, it's not a big deal to me. I can accept that. But uh, when you're getting pushed, there's not a lot you can do. That's Jimmy Johnson. Now, Jimmy Johnson dodged a couple of bullets early in that first uh, that caution that came out, Joe, and then he had a problem a little bit later at lap 33. Looks like he was going to have a pretty good day, and then this third time, not, not good for him at all. They made repairs to the car, and he was one of the fastest cars out there and certainly could have been a contender for the win, but uh, it's not going to be the case now. Greg Biffle also involved in that incident. He's back in the garage. They're trying to make uh, repairs on that uh, post-it Ford, another one of the drivers in the chase for the NASCAR Nextel Cup. So far today, Mark Martin, who's in the chase, he's been involved in a crash and is out of the race. You heard us talk about Rusty Wallace still running, but uh, involved in this most recent crash. And Jimmy Johnson possibly out of the race today. So that's two drivers for sure out who were contenders for the championship. Yeah, it's not been a good day for some of the points contenders. Jamie McMurray leads under this caution. Brian Vickers is second, Kurt Busch third, Ryan Newman fourth, and Kyle Busch is fifth. And pit road should be open here in another lap or so. Five years ago, Alan Puckett formed Socks Unite, an organization to reunite socks lost in the dryer. His selfless efforts have matched tube socks, dress socks, even lost argyles from the 80s. Never asking for money, his is a labor of love. Think that's a waste of energy? You should see what your home is doing. Get Great Stuff Insulating Foam Sealant. It fills the cracks where heat and cold air escape. Look for Great Stuff in the red and yellow can anywhere home improvement products are sold. As the folks in Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and Texas deal with the devastation of recent hurricanes, the Talladega Super Speedway is leading the effort of all International Speedway Corporation tracks by joining forces with the American Red Cross to raise funds to help the hurricane victims. Race fans are known for their generosity at times like this. You can help today by going to www.racefanshelp.com or calling the American Red Cross at 1-800-HELP-NOW. Make your check payable to the American Red Cross and write hurricane relief effort on the memo line. Saturday, the Road to Ford Championship weekend continues with Budpole qualifying from Kansas Speedway. Hear the qualifying results for the Banquet 400 beginning at 11.30 a.m. Eastern, only on MRN Radio. Pit Road is open. Winston Kelly. Jamie McMurray, very quick pick service. Looked like he just topped it off with fuel. Brian Vickers gets away. Kyle Busch with tires in service. It was four tires in fuel for the Ryan Newman machine. Kevin Harvick pulls away. Joe Nemechek gets tires in service. There goes Jeremy Mayfield. They repaired the damage to the left rear of his machine on pit road. Also, his teammate, Casey Kane, the rest of the guys on pit road still working on Rusty Wallace's machine. The rest of the guys that are still on the lead lap pitting, including Scott Wimmer. Uh, rest of the cars are in the garage area, and I know Adam Alexander and Steve Post looking to catch up with some of those guys. 
Actually, I have caught up in the garage area. Greg Biffle sits aboard the post at uh, Ford. Greg, uh, what happened out there on the racetrack? Uh, it was uh, pretty obvious what happened. It looked like Ryan Newman spun the 41 out. Uh, it's unfortunate, you know, we were right there racing with those guys. But, uh, you know, I had a good race car, but this is what people paid the money to come see and pay to watch television and, and uh, listen to the radios, uh, these big crashes here at Talladega. Everybody loves them. Uh, that's Greg Biffle sitting aboard the post-it Ford here. The crew working on the right side of the car, also on the back of it, all the way around it. Just about everybody's been on pit road. We'll update how they're running when we come back from the Talladega Super Speedway. This is MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR. We're back at the Talladega Super Speedway. Green flag has just gone in the air, and Jamie McMurray, Martin Truex Jr., Brian Vickers, Kurt Busch, and Ryan Newman race over to turn two. Here they come back into the corner. Jamie McMurray, Martin Truex Jr., the top two, bringing the field back through turns one and two. One groove off the bottom. No one stepping out of line as they come up to full song off turn two. No dramatic moves here as they still come up to full speed. It is Jamie McMurray in the top spot. Filling his mirrors is Martin Truex Jr. Now Brian Vickers takes a little bit of a look to the inside before they get he tucks back in the line as the top tenner single five. Kurt Busch goes in the four spot, then comes Ryan Newman, followed by Kyle Busch, Scott Wimmer, Joe Nemechek, and others. Still single file. Nobody's stepping out of line. They're all riding in the tire tracks, but as we say that, here we go again, fanning out off of turn number four. Kurt Busch is on the move to the inside of Vickers. Kurt Busch dives down low because Vickers fell in line to the outside behind Martin Truex Jr. trying to challenge Jamie McMurray. McMurray will lead across the line. Let's check into the care center. And Jeff Burton has walked from the infield care center. A wild ride. You're obvious okay. What happened, Jeff? Yeah, I'm fine. Um, uh, I don't know. The late 12 car started it. Um, you know, he's not the only one to make a mistake today. There's a, there's a lot of stuff going on. We all make mistakes, but uh, it's way too aggressive for this part of the race. Uh, these three, these, you know, this caution and the first caution, just everybody being really aggressive. And I'm going to tell you something. If it doesn't calm down, it's only going to get worse. Jeff Burton's reaction to the crash. Casey Mears involved as well. He's with Steve Post. Casey Mears has walked from the care center. Casey, what happened? It was a combination of a couple things. I mean, the way these races are, they kind of force you to block. And uh, 25, you know, run me up the hill because he didn't want me to go around the outside of him. At the same time, that kind of put us up in the marbles up there. And then uh, at the same time, the the 12 got in the back of me just a little bit and uh, just got me loose, spun me out, and it started a big, big chain effect. That's Casey Mears. 72 laps are down. Jamie McMurray continues to lead as they head over toward turn number two. He's out front all by himself, but from second on back, pretty strong race. He's letting them fight it out for second. Jamie McMurray is, although now as I say that, McMurray moves over to the left, opens up the door to the right side. That would be the draft of Martin Truex up at the front. And second behind him is Brian Vickers, Joe Nemechek, and Kevin Harvick. Kurt Busch continues to ride down low. Martin Truex is to his outside. Brian Vickers is there forming up behind Truex. Joe Nemechek and Kevin Harvick up front all by himself, at least for the moment, is McMurray. He'll now come down in front of Kurt Busch, Ryan Newman, and Kyle Busch. Charging back to the line. Again, the battle from second on back as Jamie McMurray continues to lead. Scott Riggs took about the wildest ride of anybody in that crash at lap 65. Let's hear from him. Actually, let's check with Jeff Gordon. He's just come from the infield care center. Jeff, uh, you're obviously all right. What was going on out there today? Uh, just, you know, a lot of craziness. It's Talladega, and you, you expect that. But, uh, yeah, it just seems like every time we come back here, when the cars are driving good like this, guys just get more and more out of control with the bump draft in the middle of corners and tri-oval. And, um, you know, the, you're going to have a lot of wrecks when it comes to that. You know, there's a lot of... A lot of um, uh, of blocking that goes on in a type of race like this. And, you know, if, if you block a guy too late or, you know, too aggressively, you're going to see a big wreck. 
That's Jeff Gordon. He has walked from the infield care center. So another one of the drivers involved in that crash. Uh, Hopefully we can hear from Scott Riggs in a few moments as well. It leaves us only 26 cars on the lead lap. Only 28 cars are still running. Let's take a look at the running order as we have settled down for a few moments here. Jamie McMurray, for the moment, is the race leader. Martin Truex Jr. is second. Kurt Busch is third. Brian Vickers, fourth. And Ryan Newman is fifth. Sixth is Joe Nemechek. Kyle Busch is seventh. Kevin Harvick is eighth. Travis Quapel, ninth. And 10th is Scott Wimmer. 11th is Matt Kenseth. 12th is Dale Jarrett. 13th is Dave Blaney. 14th, Bobby Labonte. And 15th is Carl Edwards. In 16th position is Tony Stewart. 17th is Ricky Rudd. 18th is Robbie Gordon. 19th belongs to Jeremy Mayfield. And 20th is Sterling Marlin. 21st, Casey Kane. Ken Schrader shows 22nd. Bobby Hamilton Jr., 23rd. Tony Raines is 24th. And 25th is Jeff Green. Mike Wallace is 26th. Kyle Petty is 27th. And Rusty Wallace shows in 28th. Let's go back downstairs. And now let's try to get a word with Scott Riggs. He has come from the Enfield Care Center talking with some other folks here. Scott, obviously a wild ride. What happened? I uh, just got I turned on the outside. and um, Well, somebody got turned. I think the 41 got turned on the outside. And, uh, and then... I thought I was clearing and uh, felt somebody came up and hit me in the right rear after I thought I was past all the wreck and all the melee and uh, got turned left side up into the wall and then flipped over and still bracing myself, you know, waiting for it to slow down. Then all of a sudden we sped back up again and, uh, like I say, a lot of a lot of blood rushing to my head, so I knew we were flipping pretty fast and uh, just glad it was over and when it was over. Jeff Burton said, guys, too aggressive in the early going. Your assessment of these early incidents here? I mean... I knew everyone was going to be aggressive, and, you know, we were going to wait and bide our time until we could be aggressive, until it was time to be aggressive when it was going to count, and that was toward the end. We were just trying to log laps and take care of our car and uh, let everyone else beat each other's fenders in so ours would be good and straight for the end of the race. And, um, you know, I think that the whole problem was no one wanted to be on the bottom because the bottom seemed like it just wasn't fast. Uh, The top was okay, but the center is where you wanted to be. So if you had two lines, basically you had the guy on the outside trying to shove the guy down on the inside to get the center. And the guy on the inside trying to shut the guy on the outside up to get the center because the center was the best place to be. Tough break for Scott Riggs, done for the day at Talladega. It was a wild sight from our view here in the tower, just past the start-finish line. When that car went up on its nose, spun around several times, and then rolled end over end. Good news is that Scott Riggs Trouble, is okay. turn number four, Kyle Busch is in the fence. He slides up the banking, slaps the outside wall. Kyle Busch, right in front of the field, goes up the banking, hits the outside wall, and it appears as though, Joe, everybody else able to get by. Kyle was running in the fifth position at the time that incident occurred up in turn number four. Back over to Jeff Striegel. And, Joe, all of a sudden that car just dotted out or darted out of line, shot up the racetrack, hit the outside wall in turn number four. Everybody else behind him hard on the brakes, diving to the inside. And at the moment it appears to be a single-car incident, Kyle Busch, and he has since been able to drive away. He's on pit road. Tell you what, that's a miracle, too, because there's about 15 cars um, underneath him and behind him and everywhere else. But he just bumped the wall very light. He didn't spin the car out, just kept it in a straight line. That's one thing that probably saved about another 10 or 12 cars. Tell you what, it's been a very exciting day. We're not even at the halfway point of the UAW Ford 500, and we have seen a lot of action. 29 lead changes among 14 drivers and now five caution flags involving some really good cars. Joining us here in the booth now, watching some of the action from our great view here atop the grandstand at Talladega Super Speedway, Alabama State Senator Gerald Dial. You enjoying this? Very much so. It's great to be here. What a great view you've got up here. No yeah. wonder you know what all's going on. I'll tell you what, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch a racing from here. Your state, uh, the state of Alabama, has certainly been in the news of late with Hurricane Katrina and, of course, your other neighbors in the Gulf region. And I understand you guys have put together a program to help the folks down there. Tell us about it. 
Yes, but we're here today uh, to, to congratulate and to tell uh, Sprint Nextel how much we appreciate what they've done, not only in the Katrina and the other hurricanes, but what they've done for our troops. We had passed a resolution in the state legislature thanking them. They gave over 80,000 phones to our troops overseas so they could call home and talk to the folks, and what a great corporate citizen they are. And not only that, they brought 200 Red Cross volunteers, bought them tickets, brought them here today to enjoy this race. So they're a great corporate citizen. We're here to thank them and the other people, Red Cross and all the people of this state and all the people of the nation had such an outpouring of support for the victims down there. Our hearts go out to them, and we're very proud of what we've done, and we want to continue to do that and continue to everybody continue to help them. A lot of the folks in NASCAR have done their part to help out. I know that the Talladega Super Speedway has led an effort to help the Red Cross in their efforts. How are things going now in the Gulf region? Well, I, I've not been down. I've been down to the Mobile area in the Bay, uh, the Bayou Labatry area. That area is coming back. It was devastating. And from there all the way to Texas, you know, we've got somebody said over 1.5 million homes destroyed. So it's going to be a time uh, we're all going to have to come together and put all that, but put all the partisan politics behind us. I've heard enough of that. We need all to come together as American citizens to make it better for our people who have been hurt and who've damaged and who've lost a lot of things. We've got a lot of them in this area staying here. We're opening our doors to them, our schools to them, our hospitals and our other assets to them to make it more valuable to them. We appreciate what the track's done and, and a lot of NASCAR guys out there, I, I know they've gone a long way to make this better too. And we just want to ask them to continue to support. Just because it's not the main issue on TV or radio today doesn't mean they don't still have some problems. We want to ask them to continue. And like I said, and people like Nextel Sprint, you know, they've done they've done a great job, and other corporate citizens, we're here to thank them today. We're glad to hear that and hope that that support will continue because it's going to be a long process to get everybody back to normalcy. Thanks a lot for coming by and joining us here today in the broadcast booth, and stick around, watch some of the action. Well, well great view, and thank you all for having us, and thank you all for being here. And great place. Thanks, people, for coming to Alabama and continue to come back to this great facility. State Senator Gerald Dial with us here today at the Talladega Super Speedway. Pit Road's been a busy place the last few minutes. Winston Kelly? Yeah, Barney, a host of different uh, pit strategies down here. One of them, uh, including Casey Kane, decides he's going to go with fuel only. Brian Vickers on pit road did two tires last time. He got four tires in fuel. Ryan Newman was on pit road. Rusty Wallace had spent a number of laps on pit road before that caution came out. Kyle Busch, who brought the the uh, caution out still sitting on pit road it was a cut right rear tire just a few laps before that joe nemechek experienced the same thing except as a cut right front tire but he was able to avoid any kind of damage but cut a right front tire and we talked about tony stewart running in the back of the pack the last couple of times or last three times under these caution flag pit stops tony stewart's crew went under the hood and they've been recirculating the water on the uh, in the radiator the water temperature up around 260, 270 degrees. Greg Cepedelli, the crew chief, says it's been doing that the past times they've been at Talladega, but it's, the water temperature hasn't been going down as it has during the last times they've been here, so they've been recirculating the water in Home Depot Chevrolet. Adam? And on the midsection of pit road, Sterling Marlin came down, topped off the fuel tank. Kyle Petty on the pit lane now. Bobby Labonte came in, right side tires and fuel. Rusty Wallace has been dealing with some issues. He's back on pit road. Kevin Harvick is the first one off pit road. He is going to be the leader. Matt Kenseth comes off second. Dave Blaney third. Kurt Busch fourth. And Ricky Rudd fifth. Green flag is back in the air. Kevin Harvick beat everybody off pit road by simply a gas stop only. He leads them off turn two. Kevin Harvick in the top spot. It is Matt Kenseth riding in the second position. David Blaney in third. Fourth will be Kurt Busch. Again, they're coming up to top speed, so everybody stays in single file formation. Ricky Rudd rising at this spot. Still in Marlin. Hot 
on his tail in the turn three. All of these cars working to the outside of Kyle Petty, who is at least a one lap down. They work to the outside and up into the banking in turns three and four. Here they come now. Kevin Harvick out front. Matt Kenseth still rides in single file formation, picking up that draft as they pick up speed. Dave Blaney goes third. No one still stepping out of line, at least among those guys in that lead draft. As they come back to the start-finish line, suddenly now Blaney starts looking for a way to make a move right behind him. Kurt Busch takes a peek of the outside lane, thinks about climbing the banking and making the pass, but instead gets back in line. Everyone locked into single-file formation. Kevin Harvick with a car length in hand over Matt Kenseth. They're the front two. Dave Blaney, Kurt Busch, Ricky Rudd, the top five off the corner. Top seven, top eight are currently nose to tail as the leader, Kevin Harvick, brings him over to the left side of the back straightaway. Everybody follows into his tire track. Dale Jarrett from about the eighth position, trying to drop alongside the car of Casey Kane. They're going to go side by side, throw Carl Edwards in there as well. Here comes Ryan Newman, all that going on back around the 10th spot. In front of them, though, they're all drafting behind Kevin Harvick as they work off turn four, back to the trioval. Kenseth goes second, Dennis Blaney, Kurt Busch, Ricky Rudd, that's your top five. A ton of excitement here at Talladega this afternoon, and we are not even halfway yet. 94 laps will make up halfway in this event. It is Kevin Harvick at the front, Matt Kenseth second, Dave Blaney third, Kurt Busch fourth, and Ricky Rudd fifth. They're still single file over in turn two. First car out of line is Dale Jarrett in the outside lane. Faced a challenge from Jamie McMurray. McMurray completes the pass. Now goes to work on Ryan Newman. Can't make any moves off turn two. However, McMurray goes to the right side as Newman goes over to the left. McMurray still trying to work over Ryan Newman. Nothing doing there. He slots back in the line. Going his mirrors is Dale Jarrett, Joe Nemechek, and Martin Truex Jr. But now the battle is up front. Here comes Matt Kenseth to the outside of race leader Kevin Harvick. He's got drafting help from Dave Blaney that's forming up on the outside, and now everybody's shifting over behind Matt Kenseth. Only two cars down low. That is Harvick and Blaney. Here comes the forward of Matt Kenseth. Matt Kenseth has led on three other occasions this afternoon. He wants a piece of the top spot yet again, and with drafting help, he will get it. Kenseth goes to the point. Kurt Busch goes with him. Right behind is Ricky Rudd. Three Fords lead the way to turn one. First Dodge is in the fourth spot. That's where Sterling Merlin is, right behind Ricky Rudd. First side-by-side battles for fifth. Kevin Harvick down low. Casey Kane rallies his car round to the top side of the racetrack. They are wheel-to-wheel for the fifth spot, and they're coming up on lap traffic up the back straightaway. Harvick wants nothing to do with it, so he'll pull behind Casey Kane for the sixth position. Right behind Harvick, you've got the car of Jamie McMurray. And further back, they're running three wide. Once again, Martin Truex is three wide with Dave Blaney and Dale Jarrett. Now Ryan Newman is in that mix. Up front, though, they're all forming up behind the Fords. Matt Kenseth leads the field off four. Kurt Busch goes next, then it's Ricky Rudd. Greg Biffle comes back out of the garage. He has a damaged race car. He will go back onto the speedway and try to salvage a little better finish here this afternoon. At the front of the field, Matt Kenseth very much in command right now. Kurt Busch, Ricky Rudd, Sterling Marlin, and Casey Kane, the rest of the top five. Things beginning to heat up a little bit at the front of the field. Here they come. Casey Kane, the first one, pouring on the steam. Down low, making the move on Sterling Marlin, side by side, now for fourth. Drag races on for that fourth spot. Now Kevin Harvick would like to make it a three-car fight. He swings out wide. They're three wide for that third position. Casey Kane backs out on the throttle. Becomes a two-car fight for four. Sterling Marlin's got drafting help from Ryan Newman, Martin Truex, and Brian Vickers. Those are the cars up top. Now the Ford of Ricky Rudd slides up. Tries to throw the block on Sterling Marlin. Now they're three wide once again. Harvick down low. Rudd in the middle. Sterling Marlin topside. That's the battle for third. Kenseth leads. Kurt Busch is second. 
It's three wide from there on back as they battle coming to the start-finish line. Harvick trying to sneak a move down to the inside. Marlin in the middle of the racetrack. And Ryan Newman in the outside lane. Climbs the banking coming into turn one. Here comes the Altel Dodge around the outside of Kurt Busch. This is the side-by-side battle for second. Two wide, four rows deep, and they're three wide off turn two. Now it remains two by two from second to third and fourth. They do get three wide as Kevin Harvick steps out of line. That's for about the 12th spot. It is Matt Kenseth, by the way, leading all this madness into turn three. Kirkwood hot on his heel. It's lowly up front because Matt Kenseth is there all by himself, but from behind them, it's everybody. Ryan Newman, Kurt Busch down low, Sterling Marlin, Martin Truex, Matt Kenseth all alone at the front. How long it will last? We'll find out. Here comes Ryan Newman. Ryan Newman, very strong race car. Needs just a little more drafting help to get up there and maybe lead a lap or so of this thing. Here he comes around on the outside. Got Martin Truex Jr. and Brian Vickers giving him a push, and he's about to catch Matt Kenseth right in the middle of turns one and two. Here they come again, storming up into the banking of turn one and two. Kurt Busch on the bottom. Ryan Newman in the outside lane. Side by side for second, and they're stacked up behind them. Everybody has taken their shot at Matt Kenseth. So far, no one has been successful over the course of the last three laps. Here comes the effort from Ryan Newman on the outside. He's got plenty of drafting help from Martin Truex and Brian Vickers. Ryan Newman on the charge. And Martin Truex is just tucked in right underneath the all-tail dodge of Ryan Newman trying to propel him to the front, but it hasn't worked so far. He's still wheel-to-wheel with Kurt Busch. Busch has got Sterling Marlin behind him, two-by-two two from second all the way back to the field. Matt Kenseth continues to hold the top spot, and they continue racing from second on back. Let's check in downstairs. Well, Kyle Busch was just holding court with some of the members of the media. Now the crew has summoned him to the race car as he's getting ready to climb back aboard the Kellogg Chevrolet. The crew working on the right side of it. He had told those reporters and talking to him that uh, just some wild racing out there. Damage on the left side. The left rear is all taped up on the race car. The left front also a lot of tape on the left front of the car. And as I said, Kyle Busch getting ready to climb back aboard the Chevrolet. And despite the fact that we've had an awful lot of uh, the attrition rate's been very high here this afternoon. A lot of cars in the garage. There are about 24 cars still getting added up there in that lead draft as Matt Kenseth is the leader. Today's broadcast of the UAW Ford 500 on MRN Radio is brought to you in part by the GM Card. It's the official credit card of Richard Childress Racing. By Haviland, the brand that Jamie McMurray of the Texaco Haviland Racing Team trusts. Haviland, add more life to your car. By Chevy, the manufacturer's champion. The revolution races on. And by Sunoco Gasoline. If it's good enough for NASCAR... It's good enough for your car. Caution flag waving at Talladega for the sixth time this afternoon when Kurt Busch had a problem up in turn four. What happened, Jeff Striegel? Well, it looked like, uh, Barney, as Kurt Busch led the way off of turn number three and into turn number four. It may have been a right front tire that went down. All of a sudden, Jamie McMurray shot to his inside, and Kurt Busch went up, and he just kept on going all the way up to the outside of the turn four. Retaining wall, he slapped it hard. Nobody else involved. Kurt Busch able to drive away. Extensive right side damage, though, for Kurt Busch. He's since been on pit road. And, Joe, these guys that are in the chase for the Nextel Cup, four have already had serious problems here today. And for Kurt Busch, this is three races in a row, the three races of the chase. He's had problems each time. Here's the way the standings are as of this moment. Ryan Newman is now the leader in the points. Tony Stewart is second. Rusty Wallace is third. Jimmy Johnson fourth. Greg Biffle has fallen to fifth. Carl Edwards up to sixth. Matt Kenseth is seventh. Jeremy Mayfield is eighth. Mark Martin has fallen to ninth. 
and Kurt Busch is 10th, 128 points among the top 10. A lot of those guys are on pit road here at lap 91. Let's go first to Winston Kelly. Jeremy Mayfield among those just coming to pit road. Two tires for his teammate Casey Kane. He's going to come out second, it looks like, behind Ricky Rudd. Rudd with a good pit service. Mark Truex Jr., Dale Jarrett on pit road. It's going to be four tires for Truex Jr. Tony Raines, Kevin Harvick on pit road. Rest of the cars on the midsection. Adam Alexander. And Ryan Newman came in. Right side tires. Fuel for the Altel Dodge. He is away. Also coming down the pit lane, Dave Blaney made a stop. Bobby Hamilton Jr. was in. Four tires and fuel for him. Sterling Marlin came in for service. Bobby Labonte also elected to make a stop at lap one ni- at lap 91. One lap ago, Kurt Busch came in. Jeff Striegel talked about his problems in turn four. Looked to be a right front tire. They repaired damage on the right front of his machine. I would expect he will come back down here under the caution flag. Down to Steve Post. Adam looked like it was all four tires and fuel on this end. That included Tony Stewart, Jamie McMurray, Robbie Gordon also on the lead lap. Matt Kenseth, Carl Edwards, all four tires and fuel. A couple guys getting damage repair, including Jeff Green and Mike Bliss as those wounded race cars are back out on the speedway after earlier accidents. Boy, nobody's had time to catch their breath today. Even the guys that are out there in the cars on top of the wheel, the kind of racing we've seen here this afternoon here in the tower. The fans have been jumping up and down. Typical Talladega, I guess. You expect to see wild racing when you come here, and we've certainly seen that here this afternoon. Coming off the pit lane, Ricky Rudd was the first of those who made their stops. He was followed by Casey Kane, Sterling Marlin, Ryan Newman, and Brian Vickers. Again, that's the way they came off pit road. Brought to you by AAA. Book a vacation, plan a road trip, buy life insurance, take out a car loan, all in one pit stop. Call 1-866-JOIN-AAA or visit AAA.com. We heard a couple of guys talking down there about the, the different holes that open up in the corner and this and that. And that reminds me, several years ago we were out here, and I remember uh, Danny Culler was spotting for the late Dale Earnhardt. And uh, after the race, he was telling me when we were flying back home, he said, you know, I told Earnhardt that going off into turn one there, there was a big hole opened up, and he said, you know, you need to get down in there and get through there and, and take some positions. He said, of course, he didn't do it. He said, after the race, I asked him, he said, why, when I told you there was a hole open down there, why didn't you stick the car in there and, and gain a position? He said, Earnhardt looked at me and said, that hole was running 200 miles an hour, and I was running 190. <laughs> and that's about the way it works <laughs> that, at this place. That can make all the difference in the world. And Again, reaction time is everything. We talked early in our broadcast, uh, in our pre-race here today in NASCAR Today, about how this is such a calculating-type race. Drivers will tell you they are mentally fatigued at the end of a day of racing here at Talladega or Daytona because it is like a high-speed chess match. You have to plan every move you do, and you got to be thinking about things like that. The hole moving faster than you are, and hence it won't work. And uh, some of the guys have found that out the hard way here today. Some 11 cars in the garage already as we're two laps from halfway. Kyle Busch is out of the race. Scott Riggs is out. Jeff Gordon is in the garage. Also, Casey Mears. Jimmy Johnson is out. Jeff Burton out of the event. You got Kerry Earnhardt back there. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is out along with Mark Martin, Michael Waltrip, and Mike Skinner. Half lap from going back to green. Let's check in the garage now. And want to follow up on the Kurt Busch situation, Joe. It was a right front tire that was cut down. They have brought him back down. The pit lane working on the right front of that race car, trying to make sure it is aerodynamically sound. The crew going to check to see if the toe has been knocked out on the Crown Royal Ford. 
He probably ran over debris on the racetrack. Several big incidents today. We've heard several reports from different drivers under the caution flag or under the green flag condition that they may have gotten over some debris from an earlier incident. That could have been what happened to Kurt Busch. It appears, though, they have put the car back together, finishing taping up that right side, and they will send him on his way. 24 cars are shown on the lead lap as they get ready to go back to green, about a half a lap away from doing that. Ricky Rudd, first time today. I believe Ricky's been up there and led a lap. Casey Kane's going to restart second. Sterling Marlin, third. Ryan Newman, fourth. Brian Vickers, fifth. Bobby Labonte, sixth. Seventh is going to be Matt Kenseth. Jeremy Mayfield is eighth. And Carl Edwards is ninth. Jamie McMurray is tenth. Tony Stewart is showing 11th. Scott Wimmer's up to 12th. Dale Jarrett, 13th. 14th is Kevin Harvick. And the rest of the top 15, Dave Blaney. Here they come into the trial. The pace car has moved onto the pit lane. And again, Ricky Rudd leading here at Talladega for the first time today. He'll be leader number 17 as we're one lap away from the halfway point in the UAW Ford 500. Rudd brings him into the trioval to the start-finish line. Green flag waves once again, and they're on the gas trying to build up speed. Right behind him is Casey Kane, then Sterling Marlin, Ryan Newman, and Brian Vickers. Nobody stepping out of line. One car sits down to the inside, not on the lead lap. They're in turn one. That car would be Kyle Petty. Ricky Rudd goes by him. Now here comes Casey Kane, Sterling Marlin around the outside side of the Kyle Petty car as Ricky Rudd pulls away by four car lengths off turn two. Wood Brothers Ford leads once again at Talladega as Ricky Rudd shows the way. Matter of fact, he got a pretty good jump to two to three car lengths, although now that goes away in a hurry as Casey Kane, Sterling Marlin, and Ryan Newman have caught them. They're nose to tail for the top five spot. Yeah, the top ten now single file, all chasing down Ricky Rudd. Casey Kane goes second to Dodges. Sterling Marlin is third. Then comes Ryan Newman and Brian Vickers, all working to the outside of Kyle Petty. They do so successfully off turn number four. Ricky Rudd shows the way with a dodge of Kane behind. And their single file coming down to the line. They won't stay that way very long as we look back at about third place. Here comes Sterling Marlin shooting around the outside. Gets a little drafting help from Ryan Newman and they're pushing the leader, Ricky Rudd, as they go over to turn two. Bye-bye Casey Kane. He gets hung out of the draft. Here comes Sterling Marlin. He'll go by. Ryan Newman goes by. Casey Kane trying to fend off a three-wide battle now as they head to the back straightaway. Almost four wide as Bobby Labonte took a look at it down to the inside. Now that goes to a two-by-two two battle. You've got Casey Kane to the left side of the track. He'll cut off Brian Vickers to the answer for turn three. Vickers pushes Kane into turn three. And Kane is going to settle in in the four spot, at least for the time being. Brian Vickers is there. So is Jamie or Jeremy Mayfield. Two-by-two two behind them. And that is Matt Kenseth and Jamie McMurray. Top three in each other's draft. Ricky Rudd, Sterling Marlin, and Ryan Newman. Meanwhile, Jimmy Johnson has brought his battered low Chevy back onto the racetrack. His teammate Kyle Busch is now sitting on pit lane. He hopes to rejoin the fray. And also Mike Bliss, involved in a crash here a few moments ago, has pulled his car back onto the track. Ricky Rudd shows the way. Sterling Marlin second. Ryan Newman, the man on the move from third. May not be for long. Casey Kane on the comeback trail. Uses the outside lane of the racetrack. No drafting help from Ryan Newman as he gets the shuffle backwards. Ryan Newman hung on the inside to dry. Everybody going by his right arm there. It is Ricky Rudd in the top spot. Sterling Marlin in second. Casey Kane a very close third. Newman trying to slot back into the sixth position. And he's going to do so successfully. They're three wide racing right behind him. That's going to allow him to be able to do that. Matt Kenseth, Scott Wimmer side by side. Behind them, three wide. Once again, this time it's Dale Jarrett in the middle. Who is inside is Carl Edwards and several others stacking up to his outside. Yeah, we got some strong cars back there trying to get up in that lead.
lead pack and maybe have a turn at leading here. Tony Stewart's one of those. Dale Jarrett's another, and Kevin Harvick another. They just can't seem to get anything linked up and a good draft going to catch the front three. They go over to turn two. Sterling Marlin, Brian Vickers now going at it at the high side of the racetrack, way up against the wall. Wheel to wheel for second. Chevy and Dodd as they head to the back stretch. Vickers got a great run coming off of turn two. Again, he's trying to wrestle away the second spot from Sterling Marlin. Marlin will have none of it for the moment. Still has the advantage up the back straightaway. Oh, Vickers comes back strong with help from Jamie McMurray and Ryan Newman. He's going to get a push from Jamie McMurray, who's down low. Sterling Marlin now all by himself on the top. And now here comes the dodge of Casey Kane. Now they're two by two from the front all the way to the tail. Brian Vickers is down low. He wants the lead. Ricky Rudd's trying to hold on to it as they head back to the trial. Ricky's got some drafting help from behind. Sterling Marlin there along with him in the outside lane. Down low it is Brian Vickers and Jamie McMurray. And they're the two who will win the battle at least this time. Vickers is pushed to the lead, but here comes Ricky again. Charging in the outside lane comes Rudd. Here's McMurray. They slide up. They almost make contact, but they hang on to it. McMurray digging hard down low. Ricky Rudd letting it hang on top as they're side by side for the lead. They are absolutely stacked up from first on back. Two by two. Ryan Newman looking for some breathing room. Swings it over to the left. He'll bring Jamie McMurray and Matt Kendrick with him. They're almost three wide into turn three. The Rocket Man goes into third spot, and he is trying to move Brian Vickers to the top spot. He does. So Ryan Newman now goes wheel to wheel with Ricky Rudd. Vickers goes up to banking. Here comes Ryan Newman. He wants the lead. Side by side again as they head to the trioval. Newman pulls that dodge down to the inside of Brian Vickers Chevrolet. At the same time, here goes Ricky Rudd. He'll climb the banking and try to attack from the outside lane. Three wide momentarily, but Ryan Newman this time is the leader in turn one. Ryan Newman brings the field back to turns one and two. Here's Jamie McMurray fighting hard down low. Ricky Rudd still hung out to dry on the top side, but he does get drafting help from Sterling Marlin. Wheel the wheel for second with McMurray and Rudd. Ryan Newman is the lone leader, but they are stacked and packed from second on back. Here comes Jamie McMurray weaving just a little bit, trying to break the draft. He's got Ricky Rudd at his right elbow. Matt Kenseth and Sterling Marlin also part of the mix. Ricky Rudd is on the top side and he's got drafting help from Sterling Marlin, Casey Kane, Scott Wimmer. That's the top side. Down low, Jamie McMurray, Matt Kenseth, and others. They're all trying to run down Ryan Newman. He comes down right in front of McMurray. McMurray looks low, and Rudd looks tighter. Three wide for third. Carl Edwards, another one of those others back in the pack who we've not talked about almost all afternoon. Suddenly now he's a player up here running in the fourth position. The battle again from second on back as Ryan Newman leads to turn one. Jamie McMurray hung out like this morning's load of laundry now. No drafting help for McMurray. He'll go to the back as Newman leads the field. Still, Kenseth Rudd stacked up from second on back. Carl Edwards lurking in that fourth to fifth position right behind Matt Kenseth looking to make a move on turn two. Nothing doing. He tucks back in the line. He's got plenty of company with Brian Vickers. Now Dale Jarrett and David Blaney. And here comes Tony Stewart to the bottom of the racetrack. Tony Stewart all of a sudden becoming a factor once again. He is Way down on the bottom. Left side tires on the yellow line. Stacking them three wide as Stewart continues to battle back. He'll settle in line just outside of the top ten. Tony Stewart, a player early this afternoon. Then he kind of fell back near the back of the pack. We didn't hear from him for a while. And suddenly now, past the halfway mark, he's on his way back to the front of the field. Ryan Newman leads at lap 100 of 188. Matt Kenseth is second. Ricky Rudd third. Sterling Marlin fourth. And Carl Edwards runs in fifth. I'm afraid to say things have settled down a little bit here at Talladega because usually when you say something like that, uh, that's when things start to break out. But it has calmed down a little bit anyway. 
The uh, lead draft now, working down the back straight away, some 10, 11, 12 cars strong. Ryan Newman leading that pack. Some shuffling going on from about the 12th or 13th position on back. But compared to what we've seen so far this afternoon, this is a bit of calm going on in the running of the UAW Ford 500. This race has seen 38 lead changes among 19 drivers just past the halfway point. Nowhere near the record lead changes set back in 1984. On that day, 75 lead changes. But I don't know. We still have 85 laps to go. There's time. Yeah, we got plenty of time to have a little bit of everything happen. You talked about that lead draft. There are nine cars that have broken away now from 10th place on back. That's where the action is. Scott Wimmer, Casey Kane, and Dave Blaney in turn two. Here's Casey Kane. He'll make the move around Scott Wimmer. Go to the top side of the racetrack. Dave Blaney's there. Nemechek comes in. They're three wide now for that spot off turn two. Boy, Nemechek came so close to the wall coming off of turn two. He's trying to take away that 10th position from Casey Kane. Kane moving over to the left. Now slightly to the right. Trying to break the gap and shake loose David Blaney and Greg Biffle. And Joe Nemechek trying to work the top side. He is all the way up against the fence. And guess what? They're three wide once again. A couple of cars stack up down low. Dave Blaney among them. Then it's Casey Kane and Joe Nemechek. All battling for that 10th position as they head back to the trioval. This is from the 10th spot on back while the front nine cars kind of settle down there in a long straight draft working about a second ahead. Now that second pack kind of settles down a little bit. Casey Kane there. Dave Blaney pulls up alongside. Joe Nemechek and Martin Truex Jr. follow them to turn one. They're double wide. Five rows deep as you can call that settling down. Now here's Blaney. Changes lanes. Goes to the top side of the racetrack and slides in line in front of Casey Kane. They'll give Dave Blaney the 10th spot. Casey Kane in 11th. For 12th they are side by side. That is Greg Biffle and Joe Nemechek. It'll be Biffle down low. Nemechek up high. Travis Koppel also joins the party. Martin Truex is in there. So is Jeff Green. Mayfield and others as they continue to battle for that 10th spot right now. Dave Blaney has got it. Casey Kane goes next. Two by two by two from there on back. 10th belongs to Blaney. Jump back up to the front of the field. Nobody has pulled out to try and take the lead away from Ryan Newman in the last few laps around. Although, as they go back off into turn number one, we have seen Matt Kenseth kind of poke the nose of the car out on the high side a time or two. Let's watch him go back to turn two. He's poked the nose to the high side. He's poked it to the low side for now. He's got the nose buried on the bumper of the Alltel Dodge. They're nose to tail for the lead off turn two. Well, Matt Kenseth briefly testing the waters, trying to take away the lead from Ryan Newman. Right now, however, he just rides in line with Carl Edwards and Brian Vickers filling their mirrors. And now the second pack has gone single file. They are trying to catch the top nine. And for the moment, the word of Talladega is patience. Ryan Newman has got the lead, and everybody else just along for the drafting ride. Ryan Newman brings the machine off of turn number four. Matt Kenseth goes in the second spot. His teammate, Carl Edwards, rides along in third. Second pack of traffic we talked about a few moments ago from 10th on back. They finally moved into single file, and it's amazing how quickly that works to your benefit in trying to close the gap. What was two big packs, Mike Bagley, is now almost one big pack. Dave Blaney leads that second pack, and it was a second and a half, and now he's got it shut down to about ten car lengths. As everyone gets nose to tail, they're trying to track down that front ten. The ten car lengths is being chipped away at as David Blaney leads the charge of that second pack. They are coming up on the rear bumper of Jamie McMurray. Put the gap now only five car lengths, and it's still Ryan Newman, your leader, into turn.
and three. Dave Blaney right in front of Casey Kane and Joe Nemechek, Greg Biffle, Martin Truex, and others. And they have now caught that pack of nine. So turn the pack of nine and back into about a pack of 20, all trying to chase down Ryan Newman. But they all seem content for the moment to stay nose to tail and run in a single file and settle down just a little bit and give everybody time to catch their breath. Why don't we give you a full field rundown? We haven't done that in a while. Ryan Newman is the leader. Matt Kenseth is second. Carl Edwards third. Brian Vickers fourth. Dale Jarrett is fifth as the yellow flag comes out yet another time. Caution is on the speedway. Seventh time this afternoon. They're saying debris has been spotted. Barney on the back straightaway, and that's the cause for the caution. Again, a situation here today where there's been so many crashes early on this afternoon with so many cars involved. Some of those have come back out, and no doubt some debris falling from one of those damaged cars, causing the caution to come out at lap 108. But we're talking about the uh, the rundown. I think you got through the top ten. Let's, uh, let's start all back over again so it's not so confusing here. Ryan Newman is the leader under caution. Matt Kenseth is second. Carl Edwards third. Brian Vickers fourth. And Dale Jarrett is fifth. Sixth is Ricky Rudd. Seventh, Sterling Marlin. Tony Stewart is eighth. Jamie McMurray ninth. And tenth is Dave Blaney. Eleventh is Joe Nemechek. Twelfth is Casey Kane. Martin Truex Jr. thirteenth. Ken Schrader fourteenth. And Scott Wimmer runs in fifteenth. 16th is Kevin Harvick, 17th Jeremy Mayfield, 18th is Travis Quapel, and 19th is Bobby Labonte, and 20th is Jeff Green, 21st Mike Wallace, 22nd Bobby Hamilton Jr., Tony Raines, 23rd, Robbie Gordon, 24th, and Kurt Busch is 25th. Kyle Petty shows 26th, Rusty Wallace, 27th, Greg Biffle, 28th, Kyle Busch is 29th, and J.J. Yaley is 30th. 31st is Mike Bliss, Kevin LePage is 32nd, Jimmy Johnson, 33rd, and from 33rd on back, just about everybody else is in the garage area. Scott Riggs, Jeff Gordon, Casey Mears, Jeff Burton, Kerry Earnhardt, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Mark Martin, Michael Waltrip, and Mike Skinner. Elliot Sadler spent quite a bit of time behind the wall. He has taken the car back out there right now, and he is showing in 39th position. So that's the rundown now as the pace car has picked up the field, and we should see some action on the pit lane here in a few moments. Again, 38 lead changes among 19 different drivers as they work around the racetrack. Let's give you a look at the championship points of the chase for the next Hell Cup. As of this moment, the race leader is the point leader. Ryan Newman leads by 49 over Tony Stewart. Rusty Wallace has dropped a spot. He's now third. Jimmy Johnson has fallen to the fourth spot. He was the leader coming in today. Carl Edwards was back in ninth coming in. He now is in fifth. Sixth is Greg Biffle. Matt Kenseth is seventh. Eighth is Jeremy Mayfield. Mark Martin is ninth. And Kurt Busch is now back in the 10th position. Today's race is the UAW Ford 500. First time UAW and Ford have hooked up to work together to promote a race, and they picked a great place to do it here at Talladega Super Speedway. Gerald Vanham is UAW's vice president of the Ford department, and uh, Martin Malloy is Ford's vice president of labor affairs. How did you guys put this deal together to come here, and, and why Talladega of all racetracks? Well, Talladega is one of the most high-profile races in the Nextile system, and certainly we think this is right in the heart of uh, Fort Country. You know, this gives us an opportunity to come to the biggest and even the best racetrack in, in the next, next car system. Now, we've seen UAW involved with other events and other manufacturers before. Ford and you guys finally putting this together to work here at Talladega. Talk about the attraction of NASCAR. I guess it's kind of a natural to be tied in with the auto manufacturer and, and auto workers. In, in fact, the uh, got over about, around 200,000 people here. The races are over 100,000 per race, and NASCAR is only second to the NFL. This is a natural place for us to be. Let's uh, hold on for a second and cover the pit stops. If you guys will wait with us, you can watch some of the action. 
All the leaders are on the pit lane right now. Let's go down to Winston Kelly to cover Brian the Brian Vickers' crew working on the right side of his car. Jeremy Mayfield coming in just behind Kevin Harvick. Casey Kane is in. All these cars getting right side rubber further down pit road. Machine of uh, Ricky Rudd getting four tires and fuel. Same thing for Dale Jarrett as Jamie McMurray just beats Tony Stewart off pit road. Then Matt Kent is followed by Ryan Newman. Then a drag race between Brian Vickers and Ricky Rudd. To Adam. You mentioned Ryan Newman. He comes down four tires and fuel on the Alltel Dodge. Rusty Wallace and Kurt Busch each have been in a couple of times already. Also making stops here. Dave Blaney was in four tires and fuel on the Jack Daniels Chevrolet. The same for Bobby Hamilton Jr. Pitted directly behind him. Good day for Sterling Marlin. Four tires and fuel here, as does Bobby Labonte, Steve Post. Robbie Gordon, Ken Schrader, Matt Kenseth, Carl Edwards all pitted for four tires. Winston talked about the battle off pit road. It's because both Jamie McMurray and Tony Stewart, two tires and fuel on those cars, and that got him out, I believe, before everyone else. So action on pit lane because of a caution flag, again, coming out at lap 89. Uh, this uh, or lap 109, I'm sorry, and that was because of debris spotted there on the back straightaway. Good break for guys who will have been coming in pretty soon anyway under green flag conditions. Gerald Bantam is here, the UAW Vice President of Ford Department, and Martin Malloy, Ford's Vice President of Labor Affairs, and of course today the UAW Ford 500. You guys were involved in pre-race ceremonies, waving the flag, you rode around in the pace car. What's it been like for you so far today? It's been outstanding. It certainly has been a, just a charge, unbelievable uh, the amount of excitement that that I felt going around in, in, uh, in this, uh, just going around the track period and having an opportunity to start uh, this whole race has just been fantastic. Uh, any idea, did you have any feeling at all for how fast it was going to be out there? No, you know, going around in, in, in the pace uh, car, you know, we were going probably 55, 60 miles an hour, but I did have an opportunity to go around the racetrack before, and I think we did get up to about 125 miles an hour, and that was great, but it, it just is unbelievable to imagine these guys are going over over 200 miles an hour, mm-hmm. just unbelievable. Do I need to ask who we're pulling for today? <laughs> the Ford Racing Team, obviously. Um, uh, Carl Edwards, he, he came down to our suite today. He was just terrific. Uh, he did a great job. So did Greg Biffle. Uh, Friday evening. Terrific terrific guys, and um, we're really cheering for the Ford Racing Team. Yeah, as we were talking uh, on Friday night at the UAW Ford dinner, you picked a great week to sponsor a race at Talladega. Ford on the bud pole for today's race, and Ford's have been doing very well. Guys, thanks a lot for coming up to visit with us. Thanks a lot for your support of Talladega Super Speedway, and hope we see you around a whole lot more. Well, thank you very much. I think you can count on it. Thank you very much. Go Ford. Once again, Gerald DeBantam, the UAW Vice President of Ford, and Martin Malloy, Ford's Vice President of Labor Affairs. Today's race, the UAW Ford 500, now with 77 laps to go. We're back under the green flag here at Talladega Super Speedway. Jamie McMurray leads the pack as they come up to speed. After just dropping the green flag, it takes about a lap to get up to running, and then you'll start seeing them jump out of line and start trying to make their passes. Right now, single file with McMurray, Tony Stewart, Matt Kenseth, Ryan Newman, and Dale Jarrett coming back into the trioval. Back down to the line. They'll put 113 laps on the board. That'll give us 75 to go. Jamie McMurray has the lead for the moment, but you know Tony Stewart's getting her wound up right now. See if Tony makes a move. I can assure you that Matt Kenseth and probably Ryan Newman will go with him. They're in turn two. Everyone single file. Tony Stewart sizing up Jamie McMurray. They are the top two as they work to the back straight.
straightaway. So far, everybody's shadowing the tactics of our leader, Jamie McMurray. Single file, first through seventh. Tony Stewart in that second spot. Matt Kenseth right behind him. Ryan Newman riding in the fourth position. Here comes Scott Wimmer down to the bottom of the racetrack to the inside of Casey Kane. And Dale Jarrett rides into that fifth spot. Then it's Ricky Rudd, Brian Vickers, followed by Joe Nemechek and Sterling Marlin. Behind them comes that Scott Wimmer, Kevin Harvick, and Casey Kane battle. But up front is Jamie McMurray leading Tony Stewart. No one daring to step out of line as they charge back to the start-finish line, but they're certainly close enough to do it. Stewart right up on the bumper of Jamie McMurray. Now a little bit further back, here is Kevin Harvick dropping down to the inside and now moving to the outside. He's trying to get by the car of Scott Wimmer. And further up, here's Matt Kenseth. Drop kicks Tony Stewart to the outside lane. Matt Kenseth to second. Now it's Newman and Stewart side by side for third. Stewart may lose that may lose that third spot to Ryan Newman. Newman has a little bit of drafting help behind from Dale Jarrett. Here they come. No to tail. But now Stewart breaks out of the pack. He'll go way to the high side for the lead. Rim riding around turn three is Tony Stewart trying to take away the top spot. McMurray now is going to find himself in the middle. They're three wide for the lead at Talladega. Here comes Matt Kenseth down low. McMurray in the middle. Tony Stewart, all three of them wheel to wheel as they go to the trial. Tony Stewart tried to get it done over in turns one and two. Pulled out. No drafting help, so he tries it all by himself up through three and four and he pulls it off at the start finish line he's out front and they're three wide from third on back going down into turn two 200 mile an hour freight train comes to turn two tony stewart the new engineer he is the leader there are three wide for second matt kenseth on the bottom jamie mcmurray in the middle ricky rudd up top this suits tony stewart just fine as they battle it out three by three by three from second on back here comes ricky rudd to the high side jamie mcmurray the man in the middle matt kenseth down low. They maintain the formation in the turn three. And right now there are four rows deep of three wide racing everywhere but at the front. Tony Stewart's got that pinned down. Now it's two by two racing behind him. Jamie McMurray. He's on the inside. Working to his outside is Ricky Rudd and still three wide further back. Here comes Brian Vickers pulling up behind Ricky Rudd. He sure needs that. Any kind of drafting help he can get to try to move forward. Now Vickers bails out. Sterling Marlin is there and Marlin trapped in a battle now with Vickers and Ryan Newman. Three wide in turn one. They are still three Three by three by three from second on back. Kenseth on the bottom. McMurray in the middle. Ricky Rudd top side. Behind them, Newman on the bottom. Marlin in the middle. Vickers up top. They stay that way off turn two. Jamie McMurray got just a little bit loose coming off of turn two. Trying to break out of the pack and establish the second spot. Ricky Rudd and Matt Kenseth won't do it. They won't let him do it. They've got him boxed in for second. They're still three wide into turn three. That top groove is Ricky Rudd, Brian Vickers, Joe Nemechek, and Bobby Labonte. That middle groove, Jamie McMurray, Sterling Marlin, and Scott. Scott Wimmer and down low, Matt Kenseth, Ryan Newman and others all trying to run down Tony Stewart. Matt Kenseth right now on Tony's tail. 14 cars up in that lead pack and then maybe 100 feet back to the second wave of traffic trying to run them down at the line. Scramble still for third place, three wide. Ryan Newman has it for the moment. Jamie McMurray and Ricky Rudd work him over as they head over to turn two. Now Ricky Rudd is stuck in the outside lane. He'll lose ground now. Side by side for third. Newman and McMurray side by side for fifth. Edwards and Sterling Marlin. Meanwhile, Matt Kenseth breaks out on his own for that second spot. He sets Tony Stewart in his sights. Not close enough to pull off the pass for the moment. Here comes that battle for third. Wheel to wheel. Ryan Newman down low. Jamie McMurray up high. And Jamie McMurray's got drafting help from his teammate in the likes of Sterling Marlin. Rick 
Ricky Rudd will settle in behind Sterling Marlin. He's also in a battle three wide with Scott Wimmer and Martin Truex. Up front, though, they're trying to form up single file and break away. That's Tony Stewart, Kendrick, and Newman. Robbie Gordon also in this pack. We've not talked a lot about him, but suddenly he's moving up a little bit. Gordon currently shown in the 12th position. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Motor Racing Network. Motor Racing Network live here at Tattledega Super Speedway, bringing you coverage of the UAW 4-500. Now with just 70 laps remaining, along with Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore, Mike Bagley, Dan Hubbard, and Jeff Striegel in the turns today on pit road, Winston Kelly, Adam Alexander, and Steve Post. 41 lead changes. That's right, 41 lead changes among 19 drivers so far and still a long ways to go in today's event. Right now, Tony Stewart leading the way at least this lap. But, Barney, again, about every time they come by, you see another challenger. Yeah, somebody will either try him on the outside or down to the inside. This time, Matt Kenseth has that inside line of traffic trying to chase him down. Matt's got a little help there. Let's see if he can get, Well, he's closed in pretty close now. He's moved up to third. Matt Kenseth drafting help from Carl Edwards and Kevin Harvick. Jamie McMurray drafting help from Ryan Newman, Sterling Marlin. McMurray now is going for the lead. McMurray winds up the dodge, and he'll take the top spot on the backstretch of Talladega. Tony Stewart will slot into the second position. They're side-by-side side for third. It's Phil Kenseth, Newman, Sterling Marlin. And Carl Edwards is there now. And right behind them, it is Scott Wimmer on the inside or on the outside. Kevin Harvick down low. Then it's Brian Vickers and others. Dale Jarrett is there. Up front though, off turn number four, new race leader, Jamie McMurray. Tony Stewart goes second. Wheel to wheel for third. That's Kenneth and Newman. Here they come back to the start finish line. If you're not hearing us talk about some of the favorites at Talladega, like Jeff Gordon and Dale Hart Jr., they are out of the race in the garage, caught up in one or more crashes. That occurred earlier this afternoon. Also out of the race, Jeff Burton. Scott Riggs, Casey Mears is out, along with uh, Kerry Earnhardt, the pole sitter, Elliot Sadler, involved in a crash, although he is back in the race a number of laps down. Jimmy Johnson, the point leader coming in today, he too involved in a crash. He's brought his car back out of a number of laps off the pace. Also out of the event, the cars of Mark Martin, one of the chase contenders, Michael Waltrip is out, and Mike Skinner. It's been a very rambunctious first half to today's race. Yeah, it's not been a good day for a lot of the point contenders, as you mentioned there, and still we've got an awful long ways to go. In fact, we've got 67 more laps to run here at Talladega to complete the UAW Ford 500. A couple of drivers that we thought might be a factor and stay up in the front of the pack all day had a tough day here. Carl Edwards is one of those. He's still out there running pretty strong, but he hasn't been challenging at all. Neither has Bobby Labonte or Jeremy Mayfield, but they've still got plenty of time to get it done. At lap 121, Tony Stewart's your leader. Jamie McMurray is second. They file in single file right now, back among the front five. Ryan Newman, Sterling Marlin, and Brian Vickers complete the rest of the top five. And Matt Kenseth, who looked like he was going to go for the lead a moment ago, finds himself all the way back in sixth position, may lose some more. Matt Kenseth now is going to settle in line right behind Brian Vickers, Barney, as they go single file, at least for the moment, among the top six. The battle for side-by-side action stacks up with Carl Edwards and Martin Truex as they come off the banking in turn four. And now here comes another player to the inside. That's Casey Kane. They'll go three wide as they hook the tri-oval. Casey Kane has been to the front. He's been to the back. And right now he's in the middle trying to get closer to the front. And uh, making a wild move here again, three wide underneath Joe Nemechek, trying to squeeze a little bit closer to the 
front of the field. But Tony Stewart hangs on to the top spot. He is one of 24 cars currently shown on the lead lap with 66 laps to go. We're up to 43 lead changes among 19 different drivers today. The caution flag is waved six times. This mid-race update brought to you by AAA. Start with AAA and finish first every time. Join AAA today. Call 1-866-JOIN-AAA or visit AAA.com. Here at Talladega Super Speedway, still running under the green flag with 62 laps remaining when they come back to start finish. What a great recovery, Barney, by Kurt Busch after leading a little while ago. Hit the wall up in turn number four, lap 89, when he cut a tire down. And we talked about the fact the first two races of the chase, he had similar issues. Finishing well back in the pack, it dropped to the 10th spot in the championship point standings. He's recovered nicely, has moved up in the pack, and has also moved up in the championship point standings. Things look a little bit better for the defending champ. Yeah. It's hard to believe all the problems he's had here today. He is running in ninth position right now and running about as strong as anybody out there. Tony Stewart is back at the front of the field. How long is he going to stay there? Jamie McMurray and Ryan Newman and Sterling Marlin have thoughts about taking it away over in turn three. Right now, Tony Stewart in the banking in turn three. Then comes Jamie McMurray, the Dodge of Ryan Newman and Sterling Marlin. So three Dodges line up right behind the Chevrolet of Tony Stewart. Looking like right now everybody's just trying to log some laps here at the later stages of this particular race. All trying to chase down Tony Stewart. They don't typically stay single file very long, though, here at Talladega. They are for the moment, but already McMurray starting to look to the inside of Tony Stewart. Stewart blocked him as they came out of the trioval. He's there again looking for an opportunity in turn one. Yeah, they'll cost him a car like that as McMurray falls off the back bumper of the Tony Stewart car. But McMurray looks to the high side, now looks back to the bottom. Still can't find his way around race leader Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart, the lone Chevy in the top four, leads three Dodges. Jamie McMurray weaving just a little bit, trying to see if there's any racing room to the entrance of turn three. Nothing doing. He slots back into the second spot with Ryan Newman hot on his heels. Sterling Marlin goes next. Then it's Brian Vickers, Matt Kenseth, Martin Truex Jr. as they work off turn number four. Caution on the speedway. The yellow flag is waving for debris up in turns three and four. So it will be the eighth time this afternoon that we have seen a caution flag. Lap 127. Debris on the racetrack this time between turns three and four is the reason for this caution flag. That was the same uh, cause we had back uh, about uh, 15 laps ago when uh, caution was displayed for debris on the racing surface. So we slow it down a little bit, get everybody a chance to uh, catch their breath, and probably Winston Kelly, I guess we'll see some more action on pit road. I think everybody's going to come down pit road. Last time they were in lap 110. Been a host of problems for guys who are still up in the lead lap. Among those, Martin Truex Jr., who's bounced back into the top ten. He had some problems with the grill section. They had to work on it. Kevin Harvick's crew having a little bit of trouble with the right front tire as the fender wells are so tight around that right front tire, they're not able to get it on and off as quickly as they would like, but they've still had some pretty solid pit stops. And speaking of solid pit stops, last time a four-tire stop, Sunoco fuel in 12.61 seconds for the Ricky Rudd team. An outstanding stop. They came in sixth, went out sixth. What's notable about that is several of the guys that came out in front of them just changed two tires. So expect everybody to come back down pit road this time. How about it, Adam? On the midsection of pit road, the same situation. You can expect guys to come down the pit lane, and they should be able to do it in one more stop from here as far as finishing out the afternoon on pit road. Guys who have looked good today, Ryan Newman, been solid all day, enters third in the championship chase. So many times has had problems here at Talladega. Uh, Has been able to avoid the accident so far this afternoon. He hopes 
hopes he can bring his Dodge home in the top five, perhaps even his first restrictor plate win. If he could do that, he could leave here with the points lead. You guys talked about the problems that Kurt Busch has had. Perhaps, though, some of the other guys facing problems in the championship today could put him back in the hunt for the title. The reason is, of course, guys like Mark Martin have slid down, as well as Jimmy Johnson, making a guy for Kurt Bush, like Kurt Busch, who's had problems the last two weeks, back in the hunt. And you also have to give a call to Sterling Marlin, a two-time winner at Talladega in 95 and 96. He's been solid all afternoon today. Leaders are on pit road. Let's go down to Steve Post. Matt Kenseth, the first one to hit his marks. Jamie McMurray and the crew around to the right side of both those cars as well. Tony Stewart. Mike Wallace is in. The last time, McMurray and Stewart took two tires. This time, it's four for them. Actually, two for Stewart, two for Matt Kenseth. He's down and away. Carl Edwards is down and away as well. Now up to Winston Kelly. Those two tire stops got Stewart out. It's a drag race between Ryan Newman and Matt Kenseth. There goes Ricky Rudd. Looked like it was a two-tire stop there. Going to wheel around left side. It's going to be four for Dale Jarrett. Brian Vickers with four tires in fuel. Same thing for Martin Truex Jr. and Kevin Harvick. Jeremy Mayfield still on pit road. Changing left side tires. His teammate Casey Kane already away. Back to Adam. And right side tires only on the stop for Ryan Newman. That is why he got away so quickly. Other guys coming down the pit lane. Kurt Busch, it was a four-tire stop there. Dave Blaney was in for service. Bobby Hamilton Jr. came in. Great stop for Sterling Marlin as he appeared to make up some positions on the pit lane. Bobby Labonte also in for service at lap 129. This sweep through the pits brought to you by Craftsman, the official tools of NASCAR. The way they come off pit road, Tony Stewart's going to be the leader. Matt Kenseth's going to restart second. Ryan Newman third. Fourth to Sterling Marlin. He did gain some spots, so he's going to be in a pretty good position up there. Ricky Rudd is fifth. Casey Kane gets off pit road in sixth. Carl Edwards finds himself up inside the top ten now. He is seventh. Jamie McMurray lost a little ground there. Jamie's back in eighth place. Bobby Labonte is up to ninth, and Brian Vickers tenth. Scott Wimmer shows 11th. Martin Truex is having a good day here. Martin Truex Jr., he is 12th. Dale Jarrett's 13th. Kevin Harvick is 14th. And Joe Nemechek make up the rest of the top 15. Kurt Busch comes out 16th. Mike Wallace, 17th. Dave Blaney, 18th. Jeff Green is 19th, and Ken Schrader is 20th. 21st to Jeremy Mayfield, 22nd to Bobby Hamilton Jr., 23rd to Robbie Gordon, 24th to Travis Quapple, and the rest of the top 25, Kyle Petty. Tony Raines is back in 26th, Rusty Wallace 27th, Greg Biffle, one of the chase contenders, in 28th, Kyle Busch is 29th, J.J. Yaley is 30th, Mike Bliss is 31st, Kevin LePage 32nd, Jimmy Johnson 33rd, and again, he came in today leading the championship point standings. He's 29 laps off the pace. Jimmy called up in that crash back at lap 65. Out of the race, the cars of Jeff Burton, Scott Riggs, Jeff Gordon, Casey Mears, Kerry Earnhardt, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Mark Martin, Michael Waltrip, and Mike Skinner. Welcome back to MRN Radio's live coverage of the UAW Ford 500 at Talladega Super Speedway. We're back under the green flag. The field is in turn two. Tony Stewart, Matt Kenseth, Ryan Newman, the top three single files of the backstretch. At the top 15 single file as everybody is coming up to speed. Nobody stepping out of line. Third place man is Ryan Newman. Fourth is Sterling Marlin. Fifth, Ricky Rudd. Sixth, Casey Kane. They're in the turn three. Behind him comes Carl Edwards and Jamie McMurray. Bobby Labonte is there. So is Brian Vickers. Carl Edwards goes up the racetrack. But that's going on further back. Up front, Tony Stewart trying to hold on to the lead. He drops to the inside all by himself. Here comes Matt Kenseth and Ryan Newman to the race lead. That got a good run just coming off turn number four. Had a little drafting help from Ryan Newman. and They stick together, and he's going to lead this lap as they cross the line, dropping 
Tony all the way back to third may go back a little bit further. That's going to be a good scramble in turn two. Tony Stewart and Ryan Newman wheel to wheel for the lead, but here's Stewart with drafting help from Casey Kane. Digging hard down low. Stewart charging into the corner, trying to get side by side with Matt Kenseth for the lead. Tony Stewart trying to recover and recover early, but nothing doing. Matt Kenseth maintains the lead, has plenty of drafting help from behind with Ryan Newman and Sterling Marlin. Stewart almost got together into the door of Ryan Newman. They keep off each other. They're side by side for second. Right behind them side by side are Casey Kane and Sterling Marlin. Jamie McMurray is in that battle as well. Here comes Tony Stewart trying to rally back on the inside. He's got the drafting partners he needs. He draws even with Matt Kenseth for the lead. Stewart again trying to take the top spot he led earlier this afternoon and again is in a tight battle. He will squeeze out in front of Matt Kenseth as they cross the start finish line. And we talked about the fact he kind of fell back in the pack for a while Steve Post. We thought maybe he was just trying to get out of trouble but there was more to it than that. Well, there was more to it, and uh, Tony Stewart had an overheating problem, as we reported earlier. I've caught up with Greg Zipidelli, the crew chief. Zip, uh, you have the overheating problem fixed, or is it still an issue? No, we're good to go. This Home Depot Chevrolet's uh, in pretty good shape. Tony's doing an awesome job. Just try and keep her up there for another uh, 55 laps. Pit strategy, what do you need to do here for the balance of the race? We'll just kind of wait and see if we get a caution. Everybody's got to stop one more time for, uh, for fuel and uh, probably left sides. We'll kind of see where it falls. That's Greg Zipidelli, crew chief for Tony Stewart. The overheating problem is fixed. They roll out of turn number four, head back down to the line, about to put 134 laps on the board. Tony Stewart still very much in command, and it's very obvious from watching him run all day long that he certainly has one of the strongest cars out there. His most serious challenge seems to be from Matt Kenseth and maybe Jamie McMurray and Casey Kane. They go to turn two. Matt Kenseth just got a kick in the shorts from Ryan Newman. Stewart comes up to block him. He'll chop him off, keep the lead. Matt Kenseth had to slam on brakes to prevent from collecting the race leader. A blatant block by Tony Stewart to the high side of turn two makes it keep keeps it the lead for Stewart. Now here comes Ryan Newman stepping out of line to the inside of Jamie McMurray. That's for the third spot. They're going to stack him two by two from third on back, but Ryan Newman's down low and nobody's going with him. So Jamie McMurray now comes to third and Ryan Newman will line up side by side with Sterling Marlin. Matt Kenseth continues to shadow Tony Stewart. This time they've left Ryan Newman down at the bottom of the track all by him himself and you can tell the difference he starts falling back through the field but now squeezes back in line right behind Ricky Rudd Newman gets back in line in the seventh position now single file among the front eight cars here they come back into the corner. Ryan Newman, the first car out of line on the inside lane. He'll race side-by-side side with Martin Truex Jr. Three wide behind. Casey Kane, Brian Vickers, and Joe Nemechek. Side-by-side side for seventh. That is Martin Truex, although now Ryan Newman rolls out of the throttle, so give seventh to Martin Truex Jr. Ryan Newman will be eighth. Ninth is Joe Nemechek with now Brian Vickers and Kurt Busch side-by-side side into turn three. And Ryan Newman will slot in right behind Martin Truex Jr. and right in front of Joe Nemechek. Behind them, that's where the two-by-two two racing is. Brian Vickers is on the inside. He's got several cars lining up behind him. But to his outside and rallying back is Kurt Busch. They kind of settled out a little bit among the top ten right now. They'll cross the line in single file, nose to tail, and work back into turn number one. Kurt Busch and Brian Vickers got a real tussle going on back there for tenth place. Let's pick that one up in turn one. Side by side, four rows deep. Vickers on the bottom with drafting help from Mike Wallace, Dave Blaney, and Kevin Harvick. Kurt Busch has drafting help from Ken Schrader, Scott Wimmer, 
and Greg Biffle. Repeat of the scenario that we had earlier in this race where we have two distinct packs. The top ten are single file and pulling away. Then from 11th on back, they're fighting side by side. Kurt Busch, Vickers, Mike Wallace, and Kenny Schrader just shoving him into turn three. The top ten are long gone. The battle's for 11th on back in a car that looks like it's been racing at Bristol. That's Kurt Busch. He has found himself back in the hunt. Kurt Busch, wheel to wheel with Brian Vickers. They can see that top ten, but they are falling far from it. And as long as they stay side by side, they're not going to catch it. That's why this time coming through the trial, they will get in single file. Vickers in behind Kurt Busch. But that goes away quickly. Here comes Mike Wallace to challenge. He'll pull up on the outside lane. Outside lane starts to advance. Here comes Mike Wallace. Here comes Dave Blaney. Scott Wimmer's a player, and they're three wide behind them. Kevin Harvick on the bottom. Bobby Labonte's in the middle. Ken Trader rallies around the top of turn two. Scott Wimmer trying to get around the outside of Brian Vickers, who had no drafting help coming off of turn two. But now Bobby Labonte tries to get a push into turn three. He's not close enough. The battle continues between Wimmer and Vickers. As they work back into turn number three, Wimmer's on the top side. He's got Ken Schrader there. Greg Biffle is there. So is Jeff Green. On the inside, Brian Vickers got that drafting help from Bobby Labonte and Dale Jarrett. They continue to run wheel to wheel. Further up, Ryan Newman stepping out of line as they go back to the trioval. Joe, I think everybody is, from what they've seen out there, the guys that are still in the competition, look around, and Tony Stewart is the man. That car has been rock solid all day long. Although he's lost the lead a few times, he's always been able to get right back up there and take it back. Look at the guys who've been up front all day. Tony Stewart, certainly one of those. Jamie McMurray has been up front a lot. Matt Kenseth has been strong all day long. And again, we can't count out Kurt Busch. He's been through a lot. He hit the wall, cut a tire down. And, of course, the defending champion wants to come back and maybe have a shot of repeating. If so, he needs to get some good finishes. One here today would help a lot. Okay. Today's broadcast of the UAW Ford 500 on MRN Radio is brought to you in part by the next Ford Super Duty. Tougher, stronger, smarter. By AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. By AAA. Call 1-866-JOIN-AAA or visit AAA.com. And by Coca-Cola. Let's make it real. Tony Stewart continues showing the way here at Saddledega Super Speedway, but it's not a cakewalk. He's got Jamie McMurray all over him. Matt Kenseth is there. Sterling Marlin and Carl Edwards, rest of the top five. They're followed by Ricky Rudd, Martin Truex Jr., Ryan Newman, Joe Nemechek, and Kurt Busch, still with 46 laps to go. Heard a couple of the crew chiefs talking about the fact they have at least one more stop coming up before this race is over if it stays under the green flag. So let's check on pit road now to find out what strategies are being planned. Brought to you by Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. If it's good enough for NASCAR, it's good enough for your car. Winston? One of the teams that have been outstanding on pit road today is that of Ricky Rudd with his crew chief, Michael Fatback McSwain. Michael, you guys have done four tires, two tires, and no tires. What are you looking at toward the end of the race? Oh, I feel sure it's going to take four tires to win this race. I mean, it's uh, it's going to come down to the guy with the best tires and the best car. And I don't think I think it'd be crazy just to take two. How, how is the car right now? The car's pretty good. I mean, you know, it's still a lot of racing left to do, but the guys work really hard on the car. They've worked hard in the shop, and the pit crew's been awesome today. So, you know, we, uh, we'll see what we get. Pit crew's been sub-14 seconds and even a sub-13 seconds, a 12.61 on four tires one time today. Michael Fatback McSwain says they're looking at four tires when they come back down pit road. How about the midsection, Adam? Another guy who's been very solid all day long, Winston Sterling Marlin, a two-time winner at Talladega's crew chief Steve Boyer. And you guys have also rotated back and forth, four tires, no tires, and sometimes going right sides only. How has that panned out for you, and what do you anticipate for that final stop of the afternoon? 
We're going to kind of see what this last stop brings up, but uh, we're not planning on much. We'll, uh, it kind of depends if it plays out under yellow or green, but uh, this new camouflage tour's light car is running pretty well today. Uh, Sterling's done a great job out there, and all the guys at the shop built us a great car. Guys in here have done a wonderful job as well. Obviously, teammate Jamie McMurray has been very solid all afternoon. Both guys in the lead pack. Have you guys discussed the opportunity of going together late? Yeah, when we get when we get hooked up, we seem to be doing pretty well. So uh, I think when it comes down to it, we're going to try to hook up together and see if we can make some noise together. Early in the going, Casey Mears looked very good but crashed out. Of course, he's out of the Chip Ganassi Racing Stables, as are Sterling Marlin and Jamie McMurray. Perhaps they could hook up in the late going. Let's go down to Steve Post. Well, let's find out the story from the McMurray camp. Donnie Wingo is the crew chief for Jamie McMurray. A strong one. What's the strategy for the balance of the race as far as your pit stop goes? Uh, we ain't really decided yet. Probably just probably just trying to go take two tires here at the end. We just keep track of this like we are. Probably about... 30 to go, something like that, 25. Do you have anything for Tony Stewart's car? I think we do. We, I mean, right now he's just riding a little bit. The car's been doing good all day. Jamie's done a super job, and can't say enough about the guys in the fab shop built this car for us. That's Donnie Wingo, Jamie McMurray's crew chief. Right now, they are in second spot. He's having a good run. Uh, Jamie McMurray has been a pretty strong car all day long. But as we said, Joe, Tony Stewart's car, hes he is, for somebody that's been absolutely consistent every lap, he has. And Jeff Striegel, I think you've seen this a couple of times. In most cases, you use the benefit of the draft. Tony's done it single-handedly several times, passing a long line of cars. Yeah, he has. He's done a uh, crossover move. He'll start out up top going into turn number three, dive to the bottom of the racetrack. And by the, come out of, by the time they come out of turn number four, Tony Stewart's at the lead. That's where he is right now in front of Jamie McMurray. Back out of the line. Tony Stewart leads. McMurray second. Matt Kenza third. Sterling Marlin fourth. Carl Edwards fifth. Mike Bagley, I suppose right now everyone's kind of settled down, just kind of planning their strategies as we talk to the crew chiefs there, the drivers as well, trying to size up their competition. Everybody's in single-file formation, Joe, but what's interesting is the groove early on had been on the bottom of the racetrack. Now everybody in the lead draft is rim-riding through the corner, just inches off the safer barrier in one and two, using a different lane here in the late going at Talladega. Field heads up to turn three and four. When they come back to the line, 147 laps will have been completed. That'll give us 41 to go. There's several good cars out there running with damage that got caught up in accidents here earlier today. Rusty Wallace is one of those. Greg Biffle, one of the points contenders, also running with a damaged race car. Elliot Sadler is back out there after really getting a hard lick over there in turns one and two early in the event. And Jimmy Johnson back on the racetrack. He, is, uh, he has completed 117 laps. Everybody else has completed 147, but nevertheless, he's trying to salvage some kind of a good finish. They're in turn two. Here comes Tony Stewart, Jamie McMurray, Matt Kenseth, Sterling Merlin, and Carl Edwards nose to tail to the back straightaway. Single file in the top eight, and it looks like with less than 50 laps here in this afternoon's event, the intensity level is getting that much keener. We're seeing a lot more bump drafting in the top ten as Tony Stewart leads them into turn three. And he goes all the way to the top of the banking up in turns three and four. That's where that fast groove is. A couple of brave drivers trying to make that inside groove work. That's the only way they're going to get to the front. Tony Stewart off turn four. One of those down low trying to rally back is Ryan Newman. Ryan Newman just can't get any love. I'll tell you what, he was up there near the front. He led 12 laps early on this afternoon. He, too, has a very strong car, but nobody seems to help him whatsoever. He's just hoping somebody will reach out and help him. Here they come, back to the turn, watching Ryan Newman, the only driver down low. Now he gets some love. Greg Biffle, Casey Kane, Kevin Harvick, and Dave Blaney now join him in the lowland. 
as they work off turn two. After lap after lap, Ryan Newman was the sole cause of the bottom groove around Talladega with nobody helping him. And now Ryan Newman abandons his help. He goes to the high groove and leaves Greg Biffle and Casey Kane out the drive. Well, and Ryan Newman is going to settle back in around the 10th spot is a seven-car breakaway up at the front of the field. All the way again at the top side of the banking, Tony Stewart, Jamie McMurray. When you drop back there towards 10th on back, that's where things fan out. Kevin Harvick is in a good battle along with Bobby Labonte and Casey Kane. 26 cars are on the lead lap, although about three of those 26 are just ahead of the leader on the tail end of the lead lap as they go back into turn number one. Tony Stewart having everything his way, got it on cruise control right now, but if he makes any kind of a slip, Jamie McMurray or Matt Kenseth are going to be there. They're back in two. He's got about 10, 12 drivers all lined up, ready to pounce if he slips. McMurray leaves those drivers right on the back bumper of Stewart. Jamie McMurray took his shots about 20 laps ago, could not get around Tony Stewart, so you get the impression he's pulling back. They've got a plan a strategy. Perhaps they're going to have to gang tackle the Home Depot Chevrolet to get around the leader, Tony Stewart. So it's Chevrolet, then a Dodge and a Ford of Matt Kenseth. He goes third. Sterling Marlin is fourth, and Carl Edwards is fifth. They continue just to follow in one another's tire tracks. Tony Stewart again, way up against the fence as he heads back to the Triome. I kind of figure that Jamie McMurray feels like uh, he's got a car that maybe can make the pass, but again, we talked about what a calculating race this is. He's just kind of kind of plan on when to go when Matt Kenseth or Sterling Marlin might go with him before he makes a run at Tony Stewart. For now, he settles in behind him and just follows the tire tracks of that Home Depot Chevrolet. Hey, remember to go to the NASCAR.com Superstore. It's the largest selection of officially licensed NASCAR merchandise in the world. Choose from over 60 drivers and categories ranging from home decor, tailgating, memorabilia, collectibles, die-cast, and apparel. And type in MRN during the checkout process. You'll receive 15% off your entire order. Hardest racing is going on right now back there at about 11th place. That's where Brian Vickers, Casey Kane, Bobby Labonte, Dave Blaney, and Dale Jarrett are all trying to keep from getting shuffled out of the draft and go backwards as Tony Stewart continues to pull away here at the start-finish line. They come down one more time, put another lap on the scoreboard. Tony Stewart right now, as I said, Mike, it looks like he does have it on cruise control. Every time somebody tries to get around him, he kind of shuts him down in a hurry. Yeah, he can take that car to the bottom of the racetrack, Barney. He can take it all the way to the top. He's doing a whole lot of mirror driving right now, trying to keep Jamie McMurray in that rearview mirror. The only way they're going to get around Tony Stewart is that the second on back worked together in a separate draft, moved over to the left, but Stewart's just too sharp for that. He would block that move. And right now, Tony Stewart maintains the lead in the top ten into turn three. And that bottom groove is absolutely wide open, just nobody willing to dive down underneath Tony Stewart as they continue to circle the racetrack up against the fence. It's open down low. Nobody willing to take a chance. They'll go single file behind Tony Stewart. Talked a little while ago about uh, some of the guys out there running with damaged race cars. One of those who's running extremely well, surprisingly well, I should say, Joe Nemechek. He's up in the seventh position. He was involved in one of those crashes early on this afternoon. He is in the thick of things. Again, running in seventh, right behind Martin Truex Jr. up in turn two. Joe Nemechek trying to make it happen here in the late going at Talladega. Peaks to the inside of Truex. Not close enough to make the move. He'll fall back by a car length. Joe Nemechek sandwiched in between Martin Truex Jr. and Ricky Rudd. Another driver having a great run here this afternoon. Behind Rudd, he's got the driver of Kirk Bush and Ryan Newman hanging on to the rear of the top ten. And then you got to go all the way back to Brian Vickers, and you got the lap machine to Greg Biffle, Bobby Labonte, Dave Blaney, Dale Jarrett, and others still running single file, trying to run down that lead pack that's led by Tony Stewart. 
Normally at this stage of the race at Talladega, if you tuned us in on the radio, we'd be talking about a lot of guys that have had good success here over the years at Talladega, but not the case for some of those drivers that you're probably wondering why we're not talking about them this afternoon. They got caught up in an accident. Michael Waltrip got caught up in a wreck. He's out of the event. Mark Martin got caught up in an accident. He is in the garage. Dale Earnhardt Jr. also brought out one of the caution flags when he was caught up in an accident here this afternoon along with Casey Mears and Jeff Gordon and Jeff Burton. Elliot Sadler is out there running with a damaged race car, but he's all the way back in 34th position. So those guys totally taken out of the picture as far as a win, along with Greg Biffle. But for Tony Stewart, things are looking very good right now, but he's got to finish that last lap at the head of the field. We're back at the Talladega Super Speedway, getting ready to conclude it here this afternoon with 32 laps remaining in the UAW Ford 500 here at Talladega that's had a little bit of everything this afternoon. Now, remember, they run 14-gallon fuel cells here at Talladega. As a normal racetrack, we would have a 22-gallon fuel tank on there. And, and Winston, these guys really have to figure it uh, very close here because you can run out of gas at this place real easy. Yeah, especially if you run out just after you cross uh, past the the uh, entry to pit road and you've got to go all the way around this 2.66 mile track when we talked to the guys earlier on today they said they could probably stretch it a little bit more than 35 maybe even as high as 37 but when they last came on to pit road lap 129 don't look for them to try to stretch it quite that far so anytime between now and lap 165 expect them to come down pit road see some crew chiefs kind of popping up and down pit road trying to make some deals to come down with somebody else Looks like they're also going to wait and see what the leader, Tony Stewart, does. I believe Adam Alexander had a couple of pit, had a, had a couple of crew chiefs conferring in front of him a moment ago. Yeah, it's been a solid day for both Brian Vickers and Ryan Newman. And Vickers crew chief Lance McGrew climbed off the war wagon, walked three pit stalls for the tur- turn four into the pit lane, went right up and talked to Matt Borland, crew chief for Ryan Newman, perhaps planning strategies so that those two drivers can come down the pit lane together. And that's important because you have to have someone pitting with you so you can draft off the pit lane together, something it's very common to see when you close in on the end of a fuel run during a green flag situation here at at Talladega and also at Daytona. Yeah, you're not going to see anybody make that last pit stop all by themselves. They're going to have, they're going to come down with somebody, whether it's pre-planned or whatever. You can just make book. They're going to come in at least two and three at a time, and that should be coming up here very shortly. There are only some 30 laps left to run. Tony Stewart, Jamie McMurray, Matt Kenseth, Sterling Marlin, and Carl Edwards still very much at the front of the field. Carl's come back pretty good. I mentioned a little bit earlier that he's having a tough day, but he's back up in the thick of things. Hasn't had a whole lot of success uh, in super speedway racing. Of course, hasn't been doing it that much, but he sure has had a lot of success in this 2005 season, picking up victories early in the season at Atlanta and the first race at the Pocono International Raceway. Lap 159, seeing a couple of cars on the pit lane. Let's go to Winston. One of them is Kevin Harvick. The crew going to work on the right side of the car. Now we're going to see who's going to do two. Who's going to do four tires? They pop the right side tires on. They are just going to make it a two-tire stop. Pop into Sonoco Fuel. 8.8 seconds. couple of cars in front of Adam. Lap 159, Dave Blaney comes down. It was a four-tire stop for the Jack Daniels Chevrolet. He's the only one so far to come down in the midsection. Steve Post. Travis Quapple came in for pit service. Mike Wallace having a nice run at the lead of the pack. He came in four tires and fuel. The Home Depot crew. Tony Stewart's crew has just jumped up on the wall. I think this is what everyone's waiting for just to see which lap they decide to come down. Here's a UPS Ford of Dale Jarrett coming in. Also, Ken Schrader makes a stop at lap 160. 
Ken Schrader is in, having a nice run. Solid, solid run here. Been in the top 15 all day. No surprise. Three top 10s this year. Two of them at Super Speedways. Eighth year earlier. And also 10th down at Daytona. Four tires, two cans of fuel. And the Red Baron's frozen pizza Dodge is down and away. Cover Dale Jarrett, stop. In the very last pit stall, 9.5 seconds. Top it off with fuel. Right side tires for Dale Jarrett. He's away. Dale's had a good day here, and he had a good qualifying run and was expecting to have a good finish, and boy, does this team need one. Here comes the lead draft. They'll pass the opening of pit lane and come on down the truck uh, to uh, wrap up another lap here today. But here's Ryan Newman coming off the racetrack. He'll come in to get service on his car. Other machines rolling down the pit lane. you got Casey Kane coming in, also Bobby Hamilton Jr. and several others. They'll make their stops at lap 161. Ryan Newman comes to the attention of his crew. Looks like it's going to be left side tires for the Alltel Dodge and topping off the fuel tank. Kyle Petty is in. Greg Biffle also in. Down to Winston Kelly. Teammates Casey Kane and Jeremy Mayfield. Right side tires for each one of them. Kane's going to get away. Fall in line behind Newman just in front of Greg Biffle. Two tires for Jeremy Mayfield. He's away. Steve Post. Nobody this time by, but it looks like we're getting ready to get very, very busy down here on pit road. All the pit signs are out as all the leaders now appear to be getting ready to make that strategy to make the turn. In fact, here they come down pit road. Most of the lead lap cars rolling down to the attention of the crew. The first one to peel off is Matt Kenseth, the DeWalt Ford. Is it going to be two? Is it going to be four? Kenseth's crew around to the right side. Jamie McMurray is in. His crew around to the right side. Going to be two only for Tony Stewart. Left side tires only in for Stewart, right side only for McMurray, right side only for Matt Kenseth, Joe Nemechek also a two-tire pit stop, up to Winston Kelly. Right side tires going on and a track bar adjustment for Ricky Rudd. Fatback McSwain had said he thought four, but he's going to go with two. He's going to get out just in front of Martin Truex Jr., who goes with a two-tire stop. Both of these right side tires now down to Adam. 162, the lap for both Sterling Marlin and Bobby Labonte. They do the exact same thing. Right side tires and top off the fuel tank. Sterling Marlin slightly overshot his pit box. It appeared they pushed him back, complete the service. He is on his way. Also at lap 161, Bobby Hamilton Jr. brought his machine in. Carl Edwards on the pit lane in front of Steve Post. Carl Edwards brings the World Financial Group forward and the crew around to the right side. Their job today, just keeping their young driver calm, keeping him collected. He's done a nice job, stayed up in the lead pack. Right side tires, topped it off with fuel. Carl Edwards is down and away. Good drafting combination. Made a stop together there a moment ago and came out on pit road running nose to tail. Tony Stewart. I believe Jamie McMurray, and it looked like Matt Kenseth, and also Joe Nemechek. That's a strong drafting combination right there. As Winston and uh, Adam reported earlier, the crew chiefs working together to try to make everybody come in together, at least the guys they can deal with and they feel like they can draft well with. Carl Edwards cycled around as a race leader. You heard he made his stop. Let's go back to pit road. You talked about the crew chiefs talking to each other about five laps before that pit stop. Ryan Pemberton, crew chief for Joe Nemechek, was down talking to Greg Zipidelli, Tony Stewart's crew chief. Not sure what kind of answer he got. These guys play a lot of poker down here on pit road, and in turn, Scott Zipidelli, which is Greg's brother, but he's the car chief for Bobby Labonte. He checked in with Ryan Pemberton, so a lot of games being played down here, but it did end up the majority of those cars came down at the same time. Going to be a lot of action in these final 25 laps. That's what we have left to run here at Talladega this afternoon. Just about everybody that's been on the lead lap, I think now, has been on to pit road. 
We talked with uh, Matt Kenseth earlier this morning at one of the Ford functions and asked about if he and the other Roush drivers work together in planning how they'll draft out there. And, of course, he kind of downplayed that. He says it's sort of understood that if you pull up behind one of your teammates or he's close to you, you're going to help one another. And I said, well, what about when you make the pit stops? And as you talked a few moments ago with a smaller fuel cell, they have to take more pit stops here at uh, Talladega than at other racetracks, more often that is. And uh, he said, we leave that up to the crew chiefs. They tell us when to come down the pit lane. And as our pit road reporters uh, uh, filled us in there a few moments ago, that's what it's all about. They make the decisions, call out to the driver, tell them when to come in, and try to figure out which combination will work best for their situation. That combination we talked about of the four coming out of just a moment ago, Tony Stewart, Jamie McMurray, Matt Kenseth, and Joe Nemechek, they are the front four as they work off turn number four and back into the straightaway. Carl Edwards will now slide back into fifth place. Brian Vickers, sixth. Ryan Newman, seventh. Kurt Busch, eighth. Ninth, Martin Truex, Jr. And tenth is going to be Bobby Labonte. So they're still going to have to run Tony Stewart down and Jamie McMurray. They've both had strong cars all day. Got 23 laps left to do it. They're over in turn two. Tony Stewart, Jamie McMurray, Matt Kenteth, and Joe Nemechek. Four car breakaway. Then Carl Edwards about a second back all by himself. And then another pack of three as they head to the back straightaway. For the moment, it's a four car race for the top spot. But right now, nobody can make an impression on Tony Stewart. He has a half a car length lead over Jamie McMurray, Matt Kenseth, and Joe Nemechek. And then comes Carl Edwards, and he rides all by himself. And it won't be long before he gets overhauled by Ryan Newman, Martin Truex, Jr., Bobby Labonte, and Sterling Marlin. But they've got a long way to go if they're going to catch that top four led by Tony Stewart. And you figure among that top four, nobody's going to step out of line because they want to settle this thing among themselves. The fewer, the better as far as they're concerned. Further back, Carl Edwards drops down to the inside, probably not of his own choosing. The lead draft from the fourth or fifth place on back makes a move to the outside and flashes right on by him. That draft is led by Ryan Newman. Martin Truex Jr.'s there. Bobby Labonte's there. Sterling Marlin's there. Carl Edwards is going to lose four spots in two turns. But he does slot back into the line of the second pack on the backstretch of Talladega. If they play their cards right and remain single file, they may be able to catch that lead pack, but they're running out of laps. And Carl Edwards now is going to try to hold on to those four. He was running in the fifth spot. Now he's running ninth. The leader of that second group is Ryan Newman. He's got drafting help from Martin Truex Jr., Bobby Labonte, also Carl Edwards in there, and Sterling Marlin. Ryan Newman's got a long ways to go along with the other cars right behind him. Carl Edwards, Martin Truex Jr., they're showing a little over three seconds behind that lead foursome that we've been talking about of Tony Stewart, Jamie McMurray, and Matt Kenseth and Joe Nemechek. Let's pick them up in two. Pick up the second pack now. Ryan Newman, it is a pack of five. And then behind them, you've got another pack of four, maybe five, if Casey Kane can get his act together and join that. Everyone's spread out now as they work off turn two. So now we've got three distinct packs. In the lead pack, it is Tony Stewart, followed by Danny McMurray. The second pack has Ryan Newman as the leader with Martin Truex throwing his mirrors. Kurt Busch leading the third pack into turn three. Kurt Busch is running in front of Brian Vickers, Dale Jarrett, and Casey Kane. Check that. That's Ricky Rudd. So four cars running together. But again, they run some second or so back from the second pack. And again, everybody trying to run down the first pack. Pack racing going on here today at Talladega Super Speedway. It has broken up into several distinct
think packs here in the last 21 laps of today's race. Let's cover the story of Joe Nemechek. He's up there in the lead pack, the most important one, running in the fourth position. And Steve Post, he's got some damage on that U.S. Army Chevy. Well, Joe, this race really got off to an auspicious start for Joe Nemechek and the crew. That very first crash that we had down in turns one and two, Nemechek was all over the middle of that crash. He ended up with no damage on the car other than flat-spotted tires, but it was a big scare for Ryan Pemberton and this United States Army crew. And to come back from that and now be in the lead battle, battling for the win, I'm sure a very satisfying day. This team has struggled this year with finishes. Performance has been strong everywhere for this team, but maybe today they're going to get that finish that matches as well as this team has ran. If they could, they certainly deserve it because they worked as hard as any race team all year long, and they've had bad luck befall them I don't know how many times. Laps wind down. Tony Stewart across the line puts 169 on the board, 19 to go. They head for two. Tony Stewart, Jamie McMurray, Matt Kenseth, and Joni Macek trying to stay in close proximity and in single-file formation. Meanwhile, that second pack has gobbled up a lap car. Ten straighter now, forced to the top side of the banking off turn two. This could get interesting with less than 20 laps left as that second pack is starting to catch the lead pack. We're talking about Ryan Newman, Martin Truex, who's now getting a good push from Bobby Labonte into turn three. Kevin Harvick is also right there. So is Carl Edwards and the lap machine of Ken Schrader. But the pack that's closing down is the third pack. They're running them down. That's being led by Kurt Busch, Brian Vickers, Dale Jarrett, and Casey Kane. Coming down to showtime, 18 laps to go at Talladega. If you're down to 15 laps to go at Talladega Super Speedway, as predicted, those three packs have become one huge pack of traffic. They're now exiting turn number two with Tony Stewart leading the way. Down the back stretch they come with Tony Stewart in that top spot. Jamie McMurray on the last lap threatened to the outside. Again, he looks to the outside. Now tucks back in the line. And McMurray may have thoughts of taking away the lead very, very soon. Single file at least for the moment. How long it stays that way? Well, that's anybody's guess. Jamie McMurray looking outside. Tony Stewart goes up the banking to throw the block. And here comes Kenseth. Kenseth wants to take away that second spot. He may do it. Kenseth all alone down low. Kenseth, a very strong race car all day long. No drafting help. He's at the bottom of the racetrack and right now he's losing ground because the outside line is moving away from him as they go back into turn number one now ryan newman and that group was about three seconds behind tony stewart and that lead group a moment ago now all of a sudden they're up there with tony stewart they're in turn two matt kentz is trying to regain lost ground off turn two shuffling now back to the fifth spot ryan newman suddenly finds himself in the fourth position right behind the car of joe nemechek Bobby Labonte is in fifth. Six is Matt Kenseth. He's getting a good shot from Carl Edwards. Carl Edwards right there trying to work with his teammate. They'll fall back in line. They'll draft for the moment. Jamie McMurray continues to search high and low in the bankings of three and four. This time he takes a look down underneath. Can't get anything done. He'll follow for the moment. That the car of Tony Stewart. Everybody back in single file for now. Stewart brings him back into the corner. Crosses over. Drops to the inside lane. Everybody goes down there with him. McMurray's right behind him. Then Joe Nemechek. Then comes Ryan Newman and Bobby Labonte up to the fifth spot. Nose to tail. They come back and it turns one and two. Here's McMurray again peeking to the top side of the racetrack up against the wall. Tony Stewart blocks him. Here's Newman stepping out of line looking for fourth. Ryan Newman stepped out of line ever so briefly. Now he makes it single file once again. Matt Kenseth says, well, then I'll try it. He goes to the inside of Bobby Labonte. That would be the fight for fifth. It's side by side into turn three. Here comes Kyle Edwards to the inside of Bobby Labonte. And here comes for the race lead, Jamie McMurray flashes by. He dove underneath Tony Stewart and now 
here comes Ryan Newman. They left Tony, hung out to dry. He was working the top side, and McMurray takes advantage, but Stewart will try to rally back. Tony Stewart went up in that high groove going off into turn number three. It did not pay off. He lost drafting help there for a split second, and now he's lost a lot of ground. Jamie McMurray has grabbed the lead. Ryan Newman is up to second. Matt Kenseth is third, and Tony's fallen all the way back to fourth. He may go even further back. There two. He's side-by-side side with Matt Kenseth now as they approach lap traffic. Leaders to the high side of Greg Biffle and Rusty Wallace on the back straightaway. Bobby Labonte rim-riding off of turn two. Now he tucks back in the line. He's dueling for the seventh position, but your leader is Jamie McMurray. Ryan Newman in second on a two-car breakaway. But behind them, it is chaos. Kenseth is there. Stewart, Kevin Harvick, Carl Edwards, two-by-two two and three-wide racing as they try to work by lap machines. The only two things we know for sure is up front. New race leader, Jamie McMurray. Second, the Rocket Man, Ryan Newman. 11 laps to go. Coming back to the line. Couple of Dodges showing the way. A Ford runs in third and the fourth spot. A Chevy and a Dodge battling now for fifth. That is Tony Stewart and Sterling Marlin. Tony Stewart fading in the late going here at Talladega. He was leading two laps ago. Now he's racing side-by-side side with Sterling Marlin for fifth. Up front, Newman looking down low for the lead off turn two. Side-by-side side is that fight for fifth. Tony Stewart and Sterling Marlin. Meanwhile, Ryan Newman tucks back in behind Jimmy McMurray. So McMurray maintains the lead with Matt Kenseth third, Carl Edwards in fourth. And for the moment, Tony Stewart now has the fifth spot all by himself. Kevin Harvick and Dale Jarrett doing battle with one another. Bobby Labonte and Dave Blaney doing battle. Here comes Ryan Newman trying to get underneath the race leader off turn number four. Doesn't do it. Touch back in line. Swing down into the dog leg here at Talladega. There are ten laps to go. Jamie McMurray at the front of the field. Ryan Newman second, but that may change as they head off to turn number one. Matt Kenseth running very strong. Carl Edwards giving him a little drafting help. Tony Stewart back there in fifth. Can't gain any ground at all. Front five, front six cars now work on the high side of the racetrack. Putting another lap on Kyle Petty as Jamie McMurray now leads by three car lengths. Everybody goes single file so they can get around the lap machine of Kyle Petty. Tony Stewart didn't need anybody's drafting help in the early going. He's going to need it now. The first machine will be Dale Jarrett trying to get Tony Stewart back to the front. And McMurray may have the biggest lead of the afternoon, but that may not work to his advantage because they are going to start rolling behind him, led by Ryan Newman, who goes second. McMurray comes off turn four, goes all the way to the top side. Ryan Newman is there. Now Dale Jarrett breaks out of line with Carol Edwards. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Motor Racing Network. Nine laps to go at Talladega Super Speedway. The field is in turn two. Jamie McMurray, Ryan Newman, Matt Kenseth, Tony Stewart, a four-car breakaway up front. Stewart has broken back into the top four, and he now closes in on the third-place machine of Matt Kenseth, who's chasing down Ryan Newman. McMurray now opening up a little bit of space between himself and Ryan Newman. Then comes Matt Kenseth, Tony Stewart, Carl Edwards goes in that fifth spot. Dale Jarrett now sixth, and then is Kevin Harvick. Everybody's single file for the moment. Right smack dab planted in the middle of the racetrack is your race leader, Jamie. Jamie McMurray and Ryan Newman content to follow this time. Got eight laps to go as they come down to the start-finish line, heading back off into turn number one. A lot of shuffling going on out there right now. But for Jamie McMurray, he's keeping his eye on the rearview mirror to see which way Ryan Newman's going to go. And is he going to have any drafting help in the form of Matt Kenseth or Tony Stewart? That's the front four over in turn two. Ryan Newman looks at the top of the racetrack, loses a car length to McMurray. They put a lap on Elliott Sadler as they go to the backstretch. Again, lap traffic being just a minor 
factor as Elliott Sadler pulls over, gives the leaders plenty of racing room. It's McMurray by half a car length over Ryan Newman. Matt Kenzer sits in third. Tony Stewart, a very close fourth. And then Carl Edwards is right behind Tony Stewart. Ryan Newman goes up the banking. Here comes Matt Kenzer. Newman throws a block right in front of Matt Kenzer. They almost make contact. Now they'll settle it out. They'll go back in line, single file to try to run down the race leader of Jamie McMurray. McMurray was starting to scamper off a little bit. The other guys knew they had to team up, fall back in line to chase him down because we're down to seven laps remaining. Here's Kenseth dropping down to the inside of Ryan Newman. This is for second. Tony Stewart will provide the drafting help. Matt Kenseth almost punts Jamie McMurray, but he hangs on to it. McMurray slides up the racetrack. Here's Kenseth now on the back bumper looking for room to race, and Tony Stewart has now rebounded to third. Here comes Jamie McMurray leading the single file field off of turn two. Matt Kenseth in second. Tony Stewart has now broken into the top three, but Ryan Newman just putting his dodge to the rear end of the Chevy of Stewart. Stewart looks to the bottom of the racetrack. And he's going to draw alongside Matt Kenseth. So Stewart coming back to second. Kenseth now on the top side of the racetrack. Will Ryan Newman try to take advantage down low? For the moment, he rides right behind Kenseth. But now Kenseth rallies back. Stewart and Kenseth side by side. Tony Stewart trying to get into position to win here this afternoon at Talladega as they come down to the line, hit the stripe, and go back into one. There will be six laps to go. Tony's at the bottom of the racetrack. Don't have any real close drafting help near him as he goes over to turn two. Side-by-side battles for third. Tony Stewart on the bottom. Ryan Newman up top. Trailing Matt Kenseth in second and Jamie McMurray in the lead. They stay knotted up off turn two. While Newman and Stewart go side-by-side for the third spot, that allows the top two to pull away ever so slightly. Again, it's still McMurray in the lead. Matt Kenseth in second. Ryan Newman in third. They go three wide for four. Dale Jarrett on the top. Tony Stewart in the middle. Give the advantage to Brian Vickers. He'll buy past both of them. Tony Stewart now is going to try to hook onto the back of Vickers. Dale Jarrett will try to do the same thing as they come off turn number four. It's McMurray, Kenseth, and Newman, your top three. Everybody at Talladega on their feet as they're watching the final five laps of the UAW Ford 500. Jamie McMurray leads Matt Kenseth Ryan Newman, Brian Vickers, and Tony Stewart. That's the top five in turn one. Brian Vickers is on the march, diving to the bottom of the racetrack. He'll put the pass on Ryan Newman. Vickers once more to the bottom on Matt Kenseth. Brian Vickers, Matt Kenseth, wheel the wheel now for second. Brian Vickers, a latecomer to this party, now draws up alongside Matt Kenseth for the second spot. Ryan Newman says, not just yet. I'm going to race Vickers on the outside. He'll take over third. Tony Stewart follows him on the high side. And now Brian Vickers is down low, and he's free-falling. Tony Stewart goes goes by. Dale Jarrett goes by. Here comes Matt Kenseth now. He drops to the inside. That's the battle for the lead. Kenseth down low. McMurray up top. They're wheel to wheel as they head back to the trioval. A couple of the young drivers getting with the program as the laps wind down to just three, four, make that four to go as they come down to the line and head for turn number one. Kenseth able to hold off Ryan Newman and everybody else for the moment. Here's Tony Stewart up there trying to take third place away and get back in this thing as they go to two. Tony Stewart grabs third. Dale Jarrett grabs fourth. Jamie McMurray now free fall to fifth. The lead is in the hands of Matt Kenseth. One car length over Ryan Newman and Tony Stewart. So for the moment it is single file racing for the top five, six positions. Matt Kenseth showing the way. Ryan Newman right on his rear deck. Tony Stewart in first. Dale Jarrett now a very close fourth. Nobody stepping out among the top five. Carl Edwards and Brian Vickers are side by side. Dave Blaney and Sterling Marlin are side by side. Trouble right behind them. One car goes around it's Ken Schrader. Goes up the banking slaps the wall. Single car in Kenny Schrader loses it and four goes up 
Hits the outside wall, comes to a rest on the apron just inside of turn number four. Matt Kenseth brings the field back to the line. The caution flag is waving again for a problem up in turns three and four. Back to Jeff Striegel. And, Joe, this one could have been a whole lot bigger because right in the middle of that lead pack was Ken Schrader. All of a sudden, he lost the back end. Car shot up the banking, collected the outside wall, then spun down on the apron. Everybody else able to avoid it. A single car accident. Only for Kenny Schrader. Ken Schrader spinning up in turn number four has brought out the ninth caution flag of the afternoon and set up quite a finish here at Talladega. It was going to be that way anyway. And now what do you do? Yep, it's going to be a green-white checkered finish because we're down to three laps remaining as of this moment. So this is going to be a heck of a run to the finish. Matt Kenseth had just taken over the top spot from uh, Tony Stewart or Jamie McMurray a few moments ago. McMurray kind of settled back in there in the fifth spot. Ryan Newman had fallen in behind him in second. Tony Stewart was third. That's kind of the way they were running there. And you know, Barney, at that stage of the race, they're all kind of thinking, okay, here's what I'm going to need to do. Here's who I'll go with. This is kind of the way it's going to work out. And now it's all out the window. It's back to the drawing board. Yeah, they're going to have to figure out exactly what they need to do these last few laps. Well, in a day that's had a little bit of everything here at Talladega Super Speedway, we have yet to finish this thing. Likely we will have a green-white checker finish. Matt Kenseth currently is the man at the point. Ryan Newman is second. Tony Stewart is third. Dale Jarrett's fourth. And Jamie McMurray is fifth. Carl Edwards sixth. Brian Vickers seventh. Kurt Busch is eighth. Sterling Marlin ninth. And Joe Nemechek is tenth. Bobby Labonte is up in 11th. Casey Kane is 12th. Kevin Harvick's 13th. Jeremy Mayfield is 14th. And Dave Blaney is 15th. Then it's Travis Quapo, 16th, 17th is Ricky Rudd, and in 18th is Scott Wimmer, 19th is Bobby Hamilton Jr., and in 20th, that is Mike Wallace. And those are the only cars being shown on the lead lap. This one's very much up for grabs yet. And, you know, uh, being it's a green-white checkered and being we're at Talladega, you're talking about uh, two laps to the finish. One of those just winding the cars up. So they're going to get like one shot at making a move. Let's check down on the pit stalls of some of the leaders. First, Matt Kenseth. Robbie Reiser, of course, is crew chief on the war wagon. What is his plans? What are they saying about what they're hoping is going to happen here? Well, the crew is working, actually wrapping up some things here. Robbie Reiser is the crew chief on the DeWalt Ford up there in the lead. And, uh, Robbie, can you hold on and win this thing? <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, uh, it's a bad spot to be in on a restart, but... Uh... You know, Matt Kenseth and this DeWalt team's done an awesome job today, and uh, I wouldn't count them out. Talk about that. You've been at the front all day long. This has been a really good performance for this team. Well, you know, the last uh, last few months, this team has really gotten on its game, and uh, it's all all due to all the people that put all the effort into it. It's a tri- tribute to work with these guys, and uh, they've done an awesome job. That's Robbie Reiser, Matt Kenseth's crew chief. He's in the lead here at Talladega. So we'll wait and see how this thing plays out. And, of course, all the uh, crew chiefs of those front guys hoping that things work out right. I'm sure they're passing along information at this stage of the event, uh, hoping for the best in ever how this one's going to shake out. Joe, let's hear from Matt Borland. Go ahead. Matt Borland, the crew chief for Ryan Newman. You guys restart second. You've been solid all day. What have you got for him in these last two laps, Matt? Uh, Not exactly sure. Um, You know, he's done a great job all day. The guys have done a great job in the pits and – We've, like you said, we've had a solid car. Hopefully we can bring it home, uh, maybe with the win, maybe with the top five. We'll see what happens. They have certainly turned it on since the chase for the Nextel Cup began two weeks ago. A winner at New Hampshire, fifth last week at Dover, and a solid run going again today for Ryan Newman. One slip can move you up four and five positions in those final three laps, even though, as you made a good point there a moment ago, that these are restrictor plate engines. It'll take at least a lap or so to get them up to full bore. But as how many times at Talladega have we seen the kind of finish? Whoever was leading when they came by here on the white flag might have been fifth when they came back. Just like Robbie Reiser said, it's not really the place you want to be leading the pack 
on a uh, two-lap shootout to the finish at a track like Talladega Super Speedway. So, uh, but you never know. It might work out in his favor. We've seen some weird things happen to this racetrack over the years. It's coming right down to a green-white checkered finish to determine the winner of the UAW Ford 500. Got a couple of players up there, three of them, a matter of fact, that are contenders for the championship Matt Kenseth, Ryan Newman, and Tony Stewart are the top three positions. They're followed by Dale Jarrett in fourth, Jamie McMurray fifth, rest of the top ten, Carl Edwards, Brian Vickers, Kurt Busch, Sterling Marlin, and Joe Nemechek. Green flag is waving. Everyone is standing here at Talladega Super Speedway. They are on the gas. They're not waiting to wind them up. They're sorting it out, going too wide already in turn one. Tony Stewart dives downstairs. He'll put the challenge on Ryan Newman. Upstairs, it's Jamie McMurray, and they're side-by-side behind them, Dale Jarrett and Carl Edwards. Stewart will lose ground. Newman pitches it to the bottom. Newman's looking for the lead but can't find it off turn two. Top two cars break away a little bit from the rest of the field as Matt Kenseth blocked the efforts of Ryan Newman for the lead. So Kenseth rides in that top spot. Ryan Newman is in second. They're side-by-side for third. Jamie McMurray and Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart is down low. McMurray up top. They're side-by-side further back, but up at the front of the field. Matt Kenseth holding on over Ryan Newman. They're beginning to draw away. Now here comes Tony Stewart. He's going after the third spot. Kenseth has his car pinned right down. He'll open up the outside if anybody wants to take advantage. Tony Stewart's trying to find a little drafting help this final lap as they come down to the line. White flag goes in the air. He is up to second. He almost gets below the yellow line. Touches a little bit just for a quick second on Matt Kenseth. This is for the lead in turn one. Side by side. Make it three wide for the win at Talladega. Stewart on the bottom. Shuffles Kenseth back. Dale Jarrett on the outside trying to steal it. It's Stewart. Jarrett side by side for the win on turn two. Jarrett on the outside. Where did he come from? He's challenging Tony Stewart for the lead. Kyle Petty is in a spin off the back straightaway smashes the wall to the inside. It's Tony Stewart and Jarrett into turn three. Tony Stewart down low. Dale Jarrett up top. They're three wide. Carl Edwards is involved. Matt Kenseth is right there. Three wide racing off turn number four. Dale Jarrett at the front of the field, but here comes Tony Stewart. Dale Jarrett leads the way coming off turn four. Caution flag is waving along with a checkered flag. Dale Jarrett is going to win the UAW Ford 500 the first time he's led all afternoon, and it came at the most important moment. Again, the caution coming out when Kyle Petty spun on the back straightaway. They were coming down for the checkered flag, and Dale Jarrett was the race leader at the time. He picks up the victory. Tony Stewart comes in second, Ryan Newman third, Carl Edwards fourth, and Matt Kenseth, who was leading on the restart, He'll finish in the fifth position. Let's go to Pitt Road. And the celebration begins, Todd Parrott. Todd, Todd, welcome back to the 88 team. Congratulations. Where did he come from? Well, then, other Yates horsepower. Uh, uh, hats off to all the guys in the shop. Built us a brand-new race car. Come down here. Uh, qualified outside pole against our teammate, Elliot Sadler. What an awesome race car driver. I, I told him, telling him he's not done. He just proved today he's not And a whale of a homecoming for the crew chief, Todd Parrott. So Dale Jarrett picks up the victory. A surprise one indeed here today in the running of the UAW Ford 500. NASCAR Today continues on MRN Radio. Sponsored by Ford. The official truck of NASCAR is built Ford Tough. Back at Talladega Super Speedway, quite a celebration. Dale Jarrett brings his car past the start-finish line. He's coming over to greet the fans as Kyle Petty crosses the start-finish line, spins around about three times, 
with a crumpled up race car. DJ picks up the checkered flag, walks back over to the UPS Ford. I'm sure that is a happy bunch here, Barney, picking up their first victory of the 2005 season, and a surprise one it was for DJ. Yeah, great run for Dale Jarrett here today to go to Victory Lane. He will be very excited, be very emotional down there. I got a feeling when we go down and get his thoughts a little bit later. Right now, let's check down on Pit Road and see if we can catch up with some of the finishers from second back through fifth. Best ever run for Ryan Newman at Talladega. Third this afternoon. Take us through those closing laps. You were strong all day long. They're definitely eventful. Um, I wouldn't say the most eventful of the day, but uh, a good run for the Altel Dodge. I thank everybody at Penske Racing. A lot of hard effort uh, went into this. And Roger Penske, Don Miller, all the guys, uh, just uh, thank them a lot, all the fans for coming out, try to put on a good show. And don't know uh, exactly uh, who was to blame, if I was to blame, and, and uh, deal with the front straightaway there. I know I took the air off the 41, and, and uh, you know, he was uh, in a loose position. But... Um, I feel sorry for the guys that were involved, as well as I uh, know saw, uh, saw Scott Riggs took a heck of a lick. What about your performance in the three chase races? A win, a fifth, and now a third in three events. Uh, three, uh, three good finishes for sure. We just need to keep that up. Um, it's uh, not easy to do, and uh, we saw plenty of opportunities today to lose that opportunity, but uh, um, we'll just uh, keep, try to keep going. He's been solid after three races. He is the new points leader. A one-point advantage over Tony Stewart, Ryan Newman, third this afternoon. Steve Post. Let's talk to uh, Carl Edwards. Carl has climbed out. You restrictor placing guy. <laughs> Tell us about your day here at Talladega. Uh, it's unbelievable. I hope the fans enjoyed that. That was, uh, that was about as good as we could race there at the end. I got to thank Ryan Newman for not wrecking the whole field when I punted him there at the trial. But congratulations to Dale Jarrett. Um, really happy about our World Financial Group car finishing fourth or fifth. I mean, it's just fun, man. It's a great race. What have you learned today that helps you in the future as far as these restrictor plate races go, getting to run up front and getting to run the full distance and everything here? I'm just learning, you know, that it takes a good car, and the guys worked on this this Ford here, and I think you could tell from Dale Jarrett winning, Elliott Sadler on the pole, uh, Fords are really stepping it up, and that means a lot. That's Carl Edwards. Adam? And, Barney, we're going to head back through the uh, infield care center. Obviously a wild uh, ride for Kyle Petty on that final lap involved in an accident. We'll see if we can't catch up with Kyle Petty, make sure he's okay, and I think Steve Post has caught up with one of the other top five finishers. Tony Stewart, second place run. Tony, tell us about it. Uh, it was an awesome day. You know, we had to take our lumps there. We had a water temp issue and uh, had to come in and lose track position with that. But uh, the guys, everybody on the Home Depot team did an awesome job. And, uh, you know, got a really good push there at the end from Dale Jarrett. And, uh, you know, it, it worked out good to where when we got up there, he got back by us. But at least, uh, you know, we did what we needed to do for the points and got ahead of the 12 and the 17 today. So uh, just really happy with the day all in all. Unofficially one point out. I know you raced to win these races, but you have to be satisfied with a second-place run today in the big picture. Yeah, it's the big picture is what we were worried about today. Even if we finished 10th and gained points, uh, that was the big thing. So, uh, you know, I uh, wish we could have won it here. We had an awesome car, but, uh, you know, second place, we'll take it. That's Tony Stewart. And in a minute, we'll see if we can get a word with Matt Kenseth. Again, the top five finishers, Dale Jarrett will win. Tony Stewart runs second. Ryan Newman third. Carl Edwards fourth. And Matt Kenseth fifth. Dale Jarrett's last win, was it Was it at Rockingham a couple of years ago? I believe it was about two years ago uh, when he went to victory lane. I'll have to look that up in the book here. It's been but, a while, I know. Yeah, he started off the season, remember, with a pole at Daytona this year. And uh, that was uh, qualifying for this race was his best qualifying effort since the season opening race. And, again, he just kind of came out of nowhere on that uh, green-white checkered finish 
We were looking at Tony Stewart or Matt Kenseth or Ryan Newman possibly for the win. DJ just pulled the right move at the right time and slid up there, and, and he will go to victory lane here today. Championship point standings. You heard Ryan Newman has taken over the lead over Tony Stewart by one point. Rusty Wallace is now third. He's 77 back. Jimmy Johnson is fourth. He's 83 points back. Carl Edwards is fifth, 96 out of the lead. Greg Biffle is in the sixth spot. He's 99 out. Jeremy Bayfield is seventh, 107 out of the lead. Matt Kenseth is eighth. He's up one spot from when he came in here today. He's 122 behind leader Ryan Newman. Ninth is Mark Martin, 139 back. And Kurt Busch is still tenth. And there's 181 points among the top ten drivers. Uh, look, uh, looking back in the book, it's been 98 races since Dale Jarrett went to Victory Lane. It was back in 03 at Rockingham. Let's see if we can get a word with Matt Kenseth. Matt Kenseth standing here surveying, uh, surveying the DeWalt Ford. Fifth place run, Matt, the last few laps leading with a green-white checker. Take us through it. Yeah, I just uh, I did the best I could. I felt like I was a little bit of a sitting duck. Uh, I blocked as, as much as I could block without without wrecking. So um, there's just only so much you can do there. Then they gained up three wide. I knew they were coming and uh, just tried to tried to choose the best place uh, I thought I could and just didn't, didn't quite work out for us. Been a lot of talk coming into this race about the dominance of the Chevy teams. Today it looks like you guys in the Ford camp have made your stand. Yeah, it was pretty awesome to see DJ win. Uh, you know, I kind of had a choice there at last lap, and, uh, you know, I was, I was going to go to the 20 because he was real good with me all day, but, uh, you know, I had another Ford right in front of me with the 8 engines, all that stuff, so I gave DJ a good push there and, and, uh, and got him off front. So that was pretty cool to see him win, and, uh, you know, overall i got to be happy with the third-place finish. That's Matt Kenseth. And Kyle Petty has made his way from the infield care center. Checked over very quickly. Obviously doing okay, Kyle. What happened on that final lap? <laughs> uh, I got a run coming out of two over there. Um, and I shouldn't have been racing. I'd already been in a wreck. I ran over Bobby Labonte on pit road and uh, wrecked myself, uh, and then we had a terrible pit stop, just a terrible pit stop, and that got us a lap down again. And then uh, I cut across the hood of Tony Raines, and that was all my fault, man. Uh, I saw Tony in the middle of the corner behind me, and I thought he was far enough back, and when I, I got to run on a couple of cars, and when I turned left, obviously he wasn't as far back as I thought he was. So all driver area and all Kyle, Kyle's area. Frustrating day for Kyle Petty ends on a final lap crash at Talladega. Dale Jarrett is down in victory lane. We'll go there very shortly and get his thoughts here in just a few moments. Again, Tony Stewart comes home second, Ryan Newman third, Carl Edwards fourth, and Matt Kenseth will round out the top five. Let's run you back through the rest of the top ten. Brian Vickers had a good day. He finished sixth. Sterling Marlin was seventh. Kurt Busch eighth. Joe Nemechek ninth. And tenth will go to Kevin Harvick. The Ray Bestest Rookie of the Race Award given to the eligible rookie with the highest finish goes to Travis Quapple. He posted a 15th place finish today in the UAW Ford 500. Of course, next week we're on the Kansas Speedway for race four, the chase for the NASCAR Nextel Cup. And I think we're ready to hear from Dale Jarrett. Yeah, let's go down to Gatorade Victory Lane. And the celebration is on. Dale Jarrett has gotten out of the car. He's getting a big gulp of Coca-Cola. DJ. Welcome back to Victory Lane. It's been 98 races. The first thing you got to carry us through those last couple of laps. Uh, well, first got to thank uh, Todd Parrott and our guys in the fab shop. Pit crew did a great job today. Doug Yates and his people with the great engine. Just incredible. Uh, I wasn't tired until the last few laps, and that exhausted me. Uh, you know, the restart, I kind of made a deal to go with Tony. Uh, I know he's racing for a championship there, and... Uh, you know, being in fourth, I wasn't sure what kind of chance I would get, but I uh, thought if I could go with him. But we got kind of a bad restart up front, and uh guy started dicing around. When we came back to the tri-oval, uh, I'd gotten a little push, and Tony went to the outside. So I said, well, I told him I'd follow him. I'm going. And he had such a run that he went from the outside to the inside, and I didn't have anywhere to go but to, to the outside of Matt. He was trying to 
locked on in. It worked out, and then Matt gave me a push down the backstretch, and that was the winning uh, part of it. The car was pretty solid all day long. It never really seemed to drop out of the top 15. Did you guys make a lot of adjustments to it? No, we made a track bar and uh, air pressure adjustment. The first pit stop and uh, actually went a little bit too far. It was a little loose in the center of the corner, and that's what I was concerned with. And uh, After that, then we actually came back up with the air pressure and got the car where I could go in the middle of a three-wide deal, and that's what I was looking for. So I knew that would happen at the end. And rest of the race, we just hung out. They kept wrecking and running into each other, so I said, we'll just hang out here and wait till it's time to go. And uh, fortunately, we were in that position to do that. It was February of 2003 when you last went to Victory Lane. When I talked to Todd Parrott right after the race, he said, I told him he wasn't done. Does this victory mean as much to you as that first one back in Michigan in 1991? Yeah, but it's hard to believe. Uh, yeah, it does. Uh, you know, when you get to this point of your career and – things thanks man not exactly sure when that last victory is going to be there and uh so you learn to cherish each one and i knew that we had a race team that could could challenge and todd has brought a lot of leadership back to our race team and uh he made the, the right calls in the pits and uh had us in the right sequence there uh at the right time so uh this means a lot to me yeah it's his first win this year it's his 32nd nextel cup career victory Dale Jarrett, back in victory lane. And I think they're right. I don't think the young man is done at all. Our congratulations to Dale Jarrett down in victory lane as the celebration continues down in Gatorade victory lane. Gatorade is the official sports beverage of the Talladega Super Speedway. We're back at the Talladega Super Speedway to wrap things up. Let's take a look at how they finish here today. Dale Jarrett gets a win, 98 races since the last time he went to victory lane. He's going to enjoy this one. Tony Stewart finished second. Ryan Newman ran third. Carl Edwards fourth and Matt Kenseth fifth. Brian Vickers finishes sixth. Sterling Marlin 7th, Kurt Busch 8th, and Joe Nemechek 9th. Kevin Harvick gets a 10th place finish. Casey Kane ran 11th. Jeremy Mayfield was 12th. 13th is Jamie McMurray. Bobby oh, Labonte had a good day. Bobby finishes 14th and 15th to Travis Quapple. Dave Blaney ran 16th. Scott Wimmer was 17th. Mike Wallace ran 18th. And Ricky Rudd finished 19th. And 20th will go to Bobby Hamilton Jr. 21st to Jeff Green. 22nd to Tony Raines. 23rd finisher, Robbie Gordon. Kyle Petty finished 24th. And 25th goes to Rusty Wallace. Ken Schrader came in 26th. Greg Biffle was 27th. Martin Truex Jr. 28th. J.J. Yaley was 29th with Kevin LePage 30th. Jimmy Johnson 31st. Mike Bliss was 32nd. Kyle Busch 33rd. Elliot Sadler 34th. And Jeff Burton came in 35th. Scott Riggs 36th. Jeff Gordon 37th. Casey Mears 38th. Kerry Earnhardt 39th. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. finished in 40th. Mark Martin 41st. Michael Waltrip 42nd. And Mike Skinner finished in the 43rd position. Today's race saw 50, that's right, 50 lead changes among 20 different drivers. We had 10 caution flags that waved here today. And again, the championship point standings. Ryan Newman leads by just one point over Tony Stewart as we head off to Kansas next week. Rusty Wallace is third. Jimmy Johnson fourth. Carl Edwards fifth. Then it's Greg Biffle in sixth. Jeremy Mayfield 7th, Matt Kenseth 8th, Mark Martin 9th, and 10th is Kurt Busch. The battle for the 11th position being led now by Kevin Harvick, but just by 17 points over Jamie McMurray with Elliott Sadler 13th in the standings, 33 out of the 11th position. Voices are heard in our broadcast today. Mike Bagley, Dan Hubbard, and Jeff Striegel in the turns. On the pit lane, it was Winston Kelly, Adam Alexander, and Steve Post. 
The uh, broadcast engineers on the Motor Racing Network, Anthony Bowers and Mark Sterling. Our satellite engineer, the good Dr. Mike Weaver. Our production assistants, Amanda Troutman, Frank Kersey, Bob Diedrich, and Steve Mahaffey. Our spotters, Jim Norton and his Alabama gang, Dan Allred and Don Champion. Our pit runner today, Gary Alexander. Tune in for NASCAR today, daily here on the Motor Racing Network. We'll keep you posted on what's going on in the world of NASCAR. Now for Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore. We congratulate Dale Jarrett, who's won the UAW Ford 500 at Talladega. MRN Radio. Coverage of the UAW Ford 500 has come to you from Talladega Super Speedway. Sponsored by Coca-Cola. Let's make it real. By Chevy. The manufacturer's champion. The revolution races on. By Crown Royal. Be a champion. Drink responsibly. By Valvoline. They're not just on the car. They're in it. By Toyota. Choose any direction as long as it's moving forward. By Office Depot, the official office products partner of NASCAR. By Labor Ready, the nation's leader in temporary labor. By Goody's Headache Powder, the official pain reliever of NASCAR. By Craftsman, the official tools of NASCAR and proud sponsor of the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. Ten years tough. By the GM Card. It's the official credit card of Richard Childress Racing. By Alltel. Introducing Automatic Minute Back. Only from Alltel. At Alltel, you'll get an automatic one-minute credit for any call dropped on the Alltel network. See store for details. By the Home Depot. NASCAR's home improvement warehouse. By Tom Johnson's Camping Center. The official RV dealer of the Motor Racing Network. By Featherlight. The official trailer and coach of NASCAR. See them at FeatherlightUSA.com by Mack Trucks Incorporated. Two-way communications by Racing Radios. For trackside rental and sales, visit the TrackScan vendor, an authorized affiliate of Racing Radios. And by Gatorade Thirst Quencher. Gatorade. Is it in you? Today's broadcast was directed by Ryan Horn. The executive producer for MRN is Michael Storms. This broadcast has been a production of the Motor Racing Network. This week's MRN Classic Race has been brought to you by Hercules Tires.